1: Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem show 501. It's the first episode of the new year and there's a lot of stuff going on tonight. We're we're we're, we're on all the feeds and and, and taking in all the information so you don't have to here on a Tuesday night. You can just don't just join us here live at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. I'm in the Mayhem Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA. Also, join me back again for the new year, a baby face papa lunchbox. How you doing? I...
2: yeah. I I I I I shaved my beard and I lost my podcasting strength.
1: Oh no! Oh no! I
2: I, I don't know how to do this, Sorg. I don't know how how does how does it work.
1: You talk you talk into the microphone and you make sentences that actually make sense and you don't say um at all.
2: Uh, mm, okay, all right, professional. <laughs> all right, all right. Bear with me.
1: All right. Well, get it out of your system during this show, and that way, panel riot will be perfectly perfectly done. It? Oh God, I recorded that first. Oh, God. <laughs> oh no, wrong order, wrong order. <laughs> also with us, all the medias are going on. I thanks, know. Sork, thanks for... Uh, what? Th- oh, no, 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 that, that, no that's, 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 not, that's not... We don't We don't. We don't even have a delay. I don't know why you're even doing that. O- okay, all right. Uh, also with us, uh, our friend in the mainstream media, number one for tonight, uh, our uh, Matt, mainstream Matt on the Twitters, Matt Carlin is joining us, and I know he's got uh, some TNA Impact Wrestling in the background going on.
3: I do not have TNA Impact on in the background because it would be too distracting. The action would be too hot and too nonstop, and I wouldn't be able to focus on this podcast. (laughs) This is priority one, and if I turn on TNA, I won't be able to even think because the the newness and the hotness of the brand-new Impact Wrestling will just blow my mind. It will pop my mind, (laughs) Storm.
4: Just like that.
1: Well, there you go. Let's, let's hope so. I don't even know. Are we doing an impact show? I don't know if anybody's... Uh, maybe they can tell me in the chat if some of those uh, co-hosts are in there. Uh, but the midweek more is now just spread all over the place. Also with us from Philadelphia. Uh, Join us from philly.com, the Squared Circle sports section over there. Covering all your wrestling needs. Vaughn Johnson, back on the show once again. Thank you for coming back, sir.
5: Thank you for inviting It's glad, glad to be back. Uh, it's been a while. But you know, glad to be back all the way out in Philly watching the Flyers while Matt's watching the, the silly Penguins. It's a shame.
1: <laughs> I was gonna have some uh, you you and your fancy real sports, uh, but uh, we're here. This this show is not about that. This is about the the, the 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 kind of sports that I love and I dedicate to. I like to keep a fake on this show, and uh, we're talking about professional wrestling. and uh, And you can join us at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, dot live at every Tuesday. Uh, around 9 p.m eastern time and more so lately because of some schedule changes so that's cool uh so please drop in there and uh uh, become part of the chat if you're here live you may notice if you're on the video i I gotta point to the thing i gotta figure where it's at uh we are, are trying to put the live chat room in here during the show so you can be more of a a embedded staple into the show as we release this and to give you more reason to Take a look at the video version of the show and some commentary. Heel Garza of uh, the Wrestling Revolution.com, Our friend Alex from Alton, California has joined us. uh, And and a few more. Wife of the show who's helping out with the show notes all night as well. So uh, you're going to get their commentary here through the show as well. And whatever else they put in that little window that I've set up for them. You can also drop us a line to uh, 412-206-WMS0 or uh, the email address at show dot com and uh, you can also uh, follow us on the patreon dot com slash wrestling mayhem show uh you, we we love any any way you can uh kind of support us uh, whether it's share the show, tell a friend, uh, star us on, uh, on uh, review us on iTunes or wherever you might be listening to the show. Or you can, uh, again, patreon.com slash show Become a supporter of the show in a financial way. Uh, just a couple bucks, just a penny, if that's the case. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you know, Good friends, like, hey, represented here tonight, uh, one of the patrons from the uh, Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment. Thank you so much. Uh, Ed Burke. Uh, the Wrestling Revolution. dot uh, com uh, as well, and of course our good friend Bo Diggity. Woo! Well, oh, a little weak, a little weak. That, apparently, the beard took away the the woo power. I, I, I lost, I lost all my podcast strength. I told you all of the podcast strength. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's get into it. Our first story of the night, of course, a lot going on. Uh, Monday Night Raw. They're really trying to pick things up, uh, but uh, uh, the Roman Rumble uh, coming up here uh, as as it kind of got lined up here. It, you could tell that we kind of uh, went full steam in the Royal Rumble season uh, by the by the looks of Raw last night. Uh, I, I, and and the the first time the title is defended at a Royal Rumble, uh, but not the first time that, that that somebody may have won the Royal Rumble and, and, and gained the belt. As we remember, 1992, I believe that was with Ric Flair. Yes, it was. So, one of the, I know that's one that I wore out the tape uh, back in the day. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is this does this bring a new new excitement to the Rumble at this point? I am
2: vastly curious to find out how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. So, so if someone else wins, he loses the title to that someone else. But if he does what does this mean for WrestleMania? That's what my main.
1: Well, I, well, they always say the per, the person that that wins Royal Rumble goes to WrestleMania. So whoever has the belt is going to end up in WrestleMania, ideally, right? Um, that's true. That's a good point. So, so I mean, I, I think that's that's kind of your ticket. And we don't have something weird like the Elimination Chamber uh, to mix things up. I, we usually end up getting like some kind of tag match at Fast Lane. I can't believe they put Fast Lane in the middle there. Am I, am I correct? Yeah. That's Fast Lane they they replaced with, right? Yep. So. Um, yep. I don't know. It seems like kind of an odd choice. Um I I, I felt like I felt like uh you know, you know, going into it, of course there was like all kinds of uh shenanigans uh uh with the with the guest referee with Vince and everything. Did you guys feel like it was very uh, attitude era, Matt?
3: Uh, um, hard to say, Sword. I I don't know if Vince should have gone out there with a sleeveless referee shirt. I don't know <laughs> if he should have dust the that thing off.
5: <laughs> Certainly. I um, thought it wasn't necessarily adjective because sometimes, well, some not all the time, but sometimes things in the adjective there made sense. Right, but it was did it, it's, it's just like sometimes it's not just just because there's a lot of shenanigans doesn't mean it's You know, it, it just didn't make sense. So I, that's, I, that's bad in any era, whether it's adjective I, era or I the eighties or now, it just didn't make to finish the finish of this match up make sense of all to me.
1: I agree with you in execution. I just, I, I just feel like the um, the guest referee. Well, just I, I guess Vince's presence in the way that it is uh, 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 it evokes that kind of attitude era spot in my brain. Um, and the problem is, it's it's stretched out like any anything like that. You know, it's that three hours that really kills it because I forget about it until we get three hours later and finally have the match. Right? Whatever the heck we set up at the top of the show and. um I can't imagine how the how the um, the the casual person. Well, I guess we know how the casual person's doing because the numbers aren't doing very well. I, I haven't seen the numbers for last night, of course. Um, but uh, uh, hey, at least there's another two hours on USA. So with SmackDown uh, yay, coming yay. up this week, so I'm sure they're really happy about that at this point. So um, I, don't, I mean, hey, we are running into uh, WrestleMania season here uh, with the Royal Rumble. Um, I love the idea that we're starting these factions up. Uh, you know, really kind of building up the the Wyatts and uh, the uh, the social outcasts that formed last night. Uh, so I mean, a lot of guys that were kind of lost, and uh, I, I'm kind of calling them the Job Squad 2.0. Or I, I don't know what we're up to by now as far as that goes. Um, I, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? Kind of building up into that.
5: I think the social outcast is probably the funniest thing I've seen in wrestling in the, in the longest time. <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what I should make of it. I just found it hilarious. I just thought it was just the silliest thing. I don't know why it even exists. I guess it's because they're so thin uh, with, with with people because uh, they don't have guys like Cesaro or Randy Orton, and, uh, Daniel Bryan, even. But uh, it's something. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to make of it yet. It's the name is awful, but <laughs> it's just the group itself is just like, what? What is this like? Obviously, it reeks of job squad 2.0. But I don't know if they're going to be the job squad. He Slater won one last night, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's going on. I have no idea.
3: I was trying to figure out if they were gonna, if they were trying to like shed their existing gimmicks, because when they all like did their shtick on the ramp and they're all like, I don't know, making up new catchphrases on the on the fly, and Curtis Axel is gonna <laughs> break free of these chains, the chains are off, they do their thing, and they all walk off, and I'm like, okay, are they like? None, and then, like, Bo Dallas has got to grab the mic one last time and just be like, oh, by the way, Bo leaves. And, like, I, was like, I don't. I, it, it's, for me, I, I, like, I like Slater, and I think Axel kind of fits. But, like, Adam Rose and Bo Dallas are very strange pieces for this group. Like, where's Sandow? Sandow would fit into this perfectly, and I'm sure I could think of one other person to do it. But I feel like, like, Bo Dallas and Adam Rose had too much of an existing thing going on for them to just kind of, like, slide into this uh whatever this is going to be, some sort of renegade outsider uh faction. It just feels like a weird fit.
5: I think that's the point, though. I think it's supposed to be weird. And they, they accomplished that, you know, mm-hmm. in spades.
0: Just making it <laughs> weird.
1: Um... But we're also getting this weird, interesting spot where, and again, it, it feels like every time they do a move like this, it's like, well, why didn't we do this going into Survivor Series? Uh, we, we're kind of going faction crazy at this point, which I think is great because I think it gives a a, a a little bit of structure to just you know uh, a bunch of people in random matches that, that we seem to have, or the same people in the same matches from week to week, uh, and adds a little bit to it. Um, I just kind of David
3: building new Survivor Series teams.
1: <laughs> Every week's in Survivor Series. So I know, I-, I know. They're screwing with us. Uh, but, I feel like I'm being messed with. But I think it's a it, it's a great way for them to kind of add a little bit of excitement. I mean look at look at the crew for uh, the, the 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 League of Legends. I he I, I want to call it United Kingdom because that's what they were in the video game like several years ago when they put that that kind of group together uh, with Sheamus and all them. Uh, but the, but you know I'm definitely more interested in Del Rio now than that odd awkward Zeb Colter thing that they were doing uh, uh, several months in advance. Um, I don't think Rusev really needed anything to get more exciting because he had Lana. Uh, but uh, it, 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 Sheamus again. I mean, we had you know we were all just yawning at him and, and Randy Orton all summer. And how
3: about that Wade Barrett, Sorg? And how about w- <laughs> that Wade Barrett?
1: How about
3: that Wade Barrett? Getting paid to do nothing, sword? Getting paid? Doing absolutely nothing. And yet, mysteriously,
1: My sometimes walking to the ring with them, and then nothing. And then just standing around, watching things happen. Just standing on
3: the apron and watching a tag match and never tagging in. And then going home and getting paid.
1: I didn't even realize he was mm-hmm. doing do that. I, uh, what the, what was the injury? I, I, I don't. I feel like I asked... This the, was like a like a nerve
5: issue in his neck or something like that. he said it on Twitter. It's like some nerve issue in his neck or something like that. So it's kind of something nerve it's not serious, but it's serious enough that he's not wrestling.
1: So I don't know. So 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 not serious enough to send him home. Uh, so he can stick around and do all the uh, WWE network swerve spots in the back uh and, and, and make an appearance and sell some T shirts. Uh you're welcome Matt Carlins. Uh and uh <laughs> Yeah. By the way, I got an email about the, about your uh, Wade Barrett shirt like today to ask what I thought about it, if I'd recommend it to a friend. So
3: <laughs> I wouldn't just recommend it; I'd give it to him.
1: There you go. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. But hey, I, good for good for him. Um, it's kind of that like king King of the Ring curse, isn't it? So, um, which what should they talk about? I think
3: his, I think his kingship has expired, Sorg. Cool.
1: <laughs> I
3: think there's an expiration <laughs> date on the crown.
5: <laughs> it? I, I guess he's still carrying it.
1: Not good. Got, not not good. He's uh, uh, carry
5: still got, still got king merch. It's got like king a uh, king T-shirt or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like
1: king. But
4: what, yeah, the king of bad matter.
3: news.
5: Um, yeah. Uh, what?
3: What do you think is more awkward, having to carry the king, the the crown and the robe out to the ring with you, or having to carry the Slammy out to the ring with you? Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm off on a tangent now. Why are our heroes flaunting their trophies, their Slammy Awards, with them while they're making their entrances? A, That's that not the that move. Should a heel thing. Yeah. That should be a heel
0: That's thing. Yeah.
3: That's Owen Hart. First chapter of being Owen Hart is carrying your Slammy Award to the ring with and you. And having it and on, on tights. <laughs> and I got Neville and the Usos taking their slams to the ring. I think the Usos did it last year, too, and I probably made the same complaint. I don't understand why they have to take their – Show some, you know. Let's be humble in victory, guys.
1: I, I think. I think the it, you, it, it turns into a heel thing when they're still doing it like three months later, right? Like, <laughs> oh, like there's that's, an expiration date on that I, too. I, I think the expi- okay. I think like this week was the expiration date. I, I don't think you'll see them carrying slammies after next week because now we're in okay. full swing Royal Rumble. So that that is because we didn't really talk about Royal Rumble for the last three weeks, right? It was it was Slammys, it was end of the year stuff. It was hey, John Cena's coming back. Um, it was Vince McMahon's yep. in jail, and now it's like okay, <laughs> Royal Rumble. Leave your statues in the back. Go check them. Go go check them in, at the gimmick table. Um, you know. So just
3: to be so just to be clear, anyone who enters with a Slammy award in their hand next week that's a heel turn right
1: okay i'll good. accept that i'll accept that yeah I
3: think okay so. good good i can't wait neville heel turn awesome looking <laughs> forward to it
1: completely <laughs> completely i'm sorry acceptable. i just
3: wanted to put i want to put you on the spot now that we've uh, set these parameters for the carrying your slammy awards. <laughs> Make like <it>. a jerk <laughs> to the ring with you <laughs>
1: um yeah I, I think uh yeah i, I think that's just, just just in the phase they're in while they're kind of moving into this next thing um, but, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, interested to see how that goes. Are, are we excited for the rumble this year? This is usually where we're getting uh, keyed up for this.
2: I'm excited for the rumble every year. Sort. It's yeah. my favorite time of the year. It is my WrestleMania. Mm hmm. And I have been vastly disappointed year after year in recent <laughs> years, uh, going all the way back to CM Punk's final match here in Pittsburgh. Oh, what a day that was. What Uh-oh. a Straight up fucking bummer that was. bad <laughs> yeah, it got, it got, it got last year here in Philly, too.
3: Mm-hmm. So last year You got to say it's maybe part of the reason, part of the motivation that they're doing this thing with the world title is because they've had a couple subpar rumbles the last couple years or so. I mean, they've really kind of – this easy, simple thing that has been like a slam dunk every single year has been <laughs> – Probably a dud in a lot of people's eyes. The last, at least the last two years. I can't remember three years ago. That's probably not a good sign. Cena won that year. Yeah, that one sucked too. They had Rock and and Punk
1: though. Yeah, they did have Rock C Punk. Yeah. What about? um, Okay, so 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 we got mad the last few years because our guy didn't win, whether it be Daniel Bryan or whoever else, or really Batista or something like that, right? Um or Roman Reigns, or, you know, because uh, I mean everybody's mad because their guy isn't going to WrestleMania, right? So how worse is it if their our guy is not walking away with the freaking belt? Okay, um, and and I can't wait for a- a- Axel to take make his bid for that and not get eliminated from the rumble maybe again this year. Uh, that'll be and then him walking around for the next year saying how he's a rightful WWE champion. That could be kind of fun. Um, yeah. but
3: the real world's champion. They could have carry a pixelated belt around, you know, He just get like re- he he
1: a up. replica he and it's not, they'll pixelate it, but it won't even be a real belt. Like he'll grab the toy one, the Mattel toy one off yeah. of the, off of the, the merch stand or something like that.
0: Wait, they exactly.
2: No, Who no, never mind. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, uh, Miz And, uh, Ms. Dow. Uh, no, not miz Dow. Uh, the, the uh, God, Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods. They, uh, they're, arguing over an intercontinental replica belt on the internet.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. Miz's <laughs> oh. real, like, real belt that he actually won, mm-hmm. they're playing video games over it, and, and David Wiz has it. Like, he took it home. <laughs> right, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, actual property. He got it. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Um, it, this is a good point. Eamon, our, our buddy down in Texas, voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, uh, in the chat room saying he thinks that this uh, new championship stipulation actually lessens the options of possible winners to him.
3: There's always only two or three realistic options to win the Royal Rumble. Are every you telling year. me I'm not now, getting now, Heath you to watch thing. yourself into believing that somebody else might actually win because you really like Wade Barrett? But you know, only two or three or four guys have a realistic chance of winning. What's bigger stakes?
1: Chris Jericho could walk away with it, man. Uh, all right,
3: Chris Jericho. All right, my my wife, my wife just <laughs> muttered Dean Ambrose under her breath. Do you honestly? think Dean Ambrose, one of the most popular superstars, one of the most charismatic and popular superstars in WWE, do you think there's a chance in hell he walks out of Royal Rumble with the title?
2: No, but okay. they would be very well served to do exactly that. This should be the year where whoever wins comes out of complete the- fucking left field, somebody you wouldn't expect and would not be one of those logical choices to win. This is the year they have to do it because they played it safe the past few years and it burned them.
5: Yeah, if exactly. going to happen. They're going to stick with Reigns and probably going to retain, but you know they're, they're trying to add entry to that by adding this you know, stipulation or of, of sorts to it. That's to me, it, opens up, it does open up a lot of possibilities. I don't think it limits it. I think there's a clear-cut favorite, and that's Reigns. But I think the possibilities are there that they could have Rock win it, or Triple H win it, or maybe The Rock win it, or you know something like that, or somebody we won't, don't even know. Maybe maybe AJ Styles, who I highly doubt, but you know, things like that could happen. I think they could go in a bunch of different directions because I don't think there's really one clear direction for WrestleMania even. Mm-hmm. And usually this is where you begin to see the direction they're going in. There is no clear direction for WrestleMania, so why would there be a clear direction for the Royal Rumble?
1: The big fantasy book, Hill Garza, is uh, telling us in the chat room is that it's because the actual challenger for WrestleMania can't be there. Hint, hint, Rock versus Reigns. Could be.
5: Hmm. Could be. Maybe. Maybe. I'll, I'll be happy it with It makes Brock you wonder Brock. how they're going to... I'd be happy with Reigns versus Brock again, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm.
4: I'd
5: be sure. perfectly happy with that. that. There's a lot of
3: good, uh, interesting combinations to do with Reigns in a title match. I mean, Reigns and Brock would be awesome. We know it can be awesome because we've seen it. Reigns and Cena would be interesting. It could be a mess, fan reaction-wise, but I think it could be awesome. Um, Reigns versus Brock would... Probably be grid mm-hmm. um, There's a lot of places to go. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I, do, do you think the fans will be okay with Reigns beating, you know, hypothetically beating 29 other guys in one match to retain? No, this <laughs> I think <laughs> no, I mean, What happens know. if he rolls in? What happens if he rolls in at number 27 or 28? I, I don't That's don't kind think. of cheap. That's really he's he, he just gonna Hulk Hogan this thing. number
5: one. I think they're going to put them number one. For two, I think Orlando is different from Philly and Pittsburgh, where we're a little more of a a hardcore audience. And I think people have come around more to Reigns, because I think they've done everything they possibly could to get people to not boo him, at the very least. And I think that's why it won't quite go that way. Sure, there's always going to be, he's always going to have his detractors, but I don't think, I think they're going to put the right pieces in place for people to get behind him. Mm -hmm. Whether that's genuinely behind them or they like i said put the right pieces in place i just think that's what they're going to do
1: and, and i think one of those is reigns is really good when he just put in a spot to be a badass and just punch people out um just he, he you know even it's re- he's not going to be doing a full-on wrestling match and have to uh tell a, a large story or anything like that he just needs to pop in there punch some people in the faces and 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 look you know you know pull, pull a cane and eliminate a, a buttload of people and uh and and it's a, it's a perfect spot for him to look amazing in that thing and get people excited right um, but
3: you got to be careful because um, I, I, I don't know if you want to start him at number one. That would be interesting. Um, but you don't want to do what they did in the last Rumble where Reigns kind of coasted a little bit in that in the 2015 Rumble in Philly. Uh, he didn't really eliminate a lot of guys. and didn't do a whole lot. Now, 2014 in Pittsburgh, uh, when he broke Kane's record, by the end of that match, the fans were ready for Reigns to <laughs> to win the yeah, Rumble we're- in 2014. Yeah, in 2014. Because he was kicking ass, right? Man, um, that, in 2015, he was kind of in coaster mode and he didn't eliminate a lot of guys, and fans were kind of like, ah, come on, you know, you got to earn it. it.
1: It was it was the, the, the best second option behind the Daniel Bryan that everybody was feverish for that year. So. I know. There's not that. these
3: two guys. We'll take this Roman. We'll take Roman. We'll take Roman. He's a shield exact guy. Sentiment we'll we'll take Roman. All right. We'll take him. We'll take him. Please, not Batista.
1: Yeah, that was basically not the movie guy that just showed up. Um, yeah, it, yeah. All right, well, we'll talk about some other potential names. I know the chat room down there in the corner has been talking about a few of them as potential people that could pop up at the Royal Rumble. But in the meantime, I want to give a shout-out to our friends here in Pittsburgh, right down the road here from the studio, uh, here in the Beachview area and down in Carnegie, PA. Uh, Slice on Broadway, um, a good friends uh, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with a perfect pepperoni pizza. Uh, Right down here. Uh, Hey, guess what? If you want to go to the Carnegie location, the exit is open. You can finally get down there uh, from the highway without some crazy detours. And I definitely recommend it. There's some shots of that place there. And uh, uh, good people, great food, uh, New Yorker approved by Mad Mike up there. Oh, the guy lived in the Bronx. He knows good pizza, and uh, he definitely gives a thumbs-up to them. Um, some friendly people, and, uh, and they've been supporting the show for a bit. For uh, I supported our big, crazy party that you can see, the episode 500 that I'm afraid to listen back to. Uh, and uh, support. No, don't, don't, don't bother. No, don't bother. bother. I mean, you were pretty blasted too. We have to look forward and move in that direction. I'm told I'm like, like Andrew Palace said that I need to watch back to Indie Mayhem Show 100 because it was very entertaining. I considering the things that I found and have hidden in my drawer, uh, from that episode, like I I don't, you know what I rate this show, and I don't want to even pull that out on this show. Um, but anyways, um,
3: Sorgatron, of as we like to say in television news when we have a newscast that we'd rather forget, that one is on its way to Mars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or it's just sitting there on YouTube. But uh, anyways, but thank you so much. Slice on Broadway. Slice on Broadway.com. Hit them up. Let them know you heard about them on PGH underscore Slice on the Twitters and Slice on Broadway on the Facebook and the Instagrams. You'll get hungry, too. All right. Segment number two for the night. Uh, There's a lot of rumors breaking and... And the excitement over Wrestle Kingdom this week. And, of course, we'll talk about Wrestle Kingdom here uh, in a little bit. Uh, but uh, you know, the, the, the big thing was uh, 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 these new names might be the new guesses of what might be uh, coming to uh, NXT, WWE. Well, let's be honest. It's probably going to be NXT in the long run. And I know you had, oh, geez, I lost it here, uh, uh, Matt. You had in the Slack uh, the big list of names. I know AJ Styles is the big one. Um, <coughs>
3: WWE.com WWE. is now reporting on these rumors. What? So this fire is what? alive and well and consuming multiple blocks in they, this in this housing project of a wrestling world that we're all enjoying. They put the
4: story
5: out like, like saying, could they possibly be here? And they got pictures, they got Instagram posts, tweets, all their names, all that
1: stuff. This
5: is WWE.com.
1: Dot com now, has no idea what's going on.
3: Last bastion of quality online journalism. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can I
1: just, can I just, like, to put this into context? WWE.com had an article of things they would like to see in 2016, and one of them was Sasha Banks with the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> I mean, I, and, watch, and, your back, oh, yeah, watch your back, Dane. Yeah, watch your back, Dean. But, but I don't think. Wait, what does Triple H have to say when? Okay, I know they keep getting it in TMZ all the time. It drives me absolutely insane. Thank you, Dudders, for reminding me every time. Uh, but WWE.com is reporting in TMZ style at this point, and and I don't know how I feel about that.
3: Hey Sork, hey Sork. Why let all those dirt cheap websites have all the web clicks, man? True. Put up an article. Put up some BS article. You're basically just saying what all the other sites are saying. Get those clicks, baby.
2: Nope, nope, man. Matt, you're, you're, giving them, you're, you're giving them too much credit. I'm telling you, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing, and the right hand is WWE, and the left hand is .com. They are just fucking around.
0: I, to a certain
5: extent, though, I think that there is something – like they, they wouldn't just mention this on their website. Without something being there, I mean, there has to be something there. Yeah. I don't see why they would have pictures and all this other stuff up on their site, and there's no intentions at all to sign them.
1: Right. Right. Well, we
5: we know. Why would why would you fan those flames? We know I mean, I web traffic is important, but how right. important is it to WWE? I mean, come on now.
4: I mean,
3: is it- we're talking about the integrity of WWE.com. So that's not just something you just throw
4: away. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I am reasonably certain, and I hope somebody gets this joke, I am reasonably certain that Triple H had brunch with Nakamura at some point down the line. I hope someone laughs at that.
2: (laughs) Silence. Uh, Bobby is shitting his pants right now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, okay, so we got Nakamura, uh, AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and Doc Gallows, uh, uh, three major members of of the Bullet Club there. AJ Styles and Nakamura.
2: I I, I might be a little, you know, I, I... off base with names and stuff, but is it? Was it Luke Gallows? Was fucking in WWE before, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was Festus. Same yep. guy. Yeah, fucking Festus. All right. I just. I'm Straight just Edge Society. I was just curious, what?
1: yeah. But he's left.
3: He's one he, of those names that CM Punk uh, mentioned when he was ranting at Vince McMahon during their big contract signing angle mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. for Money in the Bank years ago.
4: Right, 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 uh, right. One right. of
3: those
5: guys, why'd
3: you fire this guy, Vince? He's awesome. Well, he, he's, we
5: he's essentially Paul piggybacking with Carl Anderson. <laughs> I mean, if you want Carl Anderson, you get Luke Gallows, too. Because they're tagging
1: partners, right? Because that's they, pretty much it. They went he out. He
5: has no purpose other than that.
1: He went out. He made a name for himself. <laughs> attached to Bullet Club, Carl Anderson. If you if you want to make that argument, um, and now he's attractive to NXT. And, and I think I think also you got to think, okay, they could be signing with WWE, but they could also be just in a Samoa Joe type position. Because just because these names are coming in doesn't mean that they're in line to be on Raw in six months right because um, I think well I mean
3: I, you're not it's gonna take a lot of money to get Nakamura out of Japan sword yeah and AJ um, styles maybe a little bit less so it's gonna take a pile of cash to get Nakamura out of Japan so this is not this ain't some toe- in- the water kind of deal if they're really gonna do it they're bringing him in they're Going all the
5: way, and Carl and um. Anderson for that matter. Anderson's made it. He's put on on Twitter. He's making like seven hundred thousand over there in Japan. Like if you want to get him out of Japan, cough up the dough. Yeah. you know probably paying at least seven hundred thousand.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the, all four of these guys—they just wrestle in front of forty thousand people. um Sunday, Sunday, Monday—was that technically Monday there for them? I guess. Yeah, it was Monday for us, so. Good. Um, it was like
5: Monday. It's technically Monday. Yeah. Okay. Technically Monday, like afternoon for them. Yeah. Monday morning for us.
1: Uh, in raw time, basically. Wow, they had a pa- major pay per view on a Monday. That's incredible. Always
5: yeah. 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 on January fourth. The show was January fourth. 4th. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: So right <laughs> in the middle of a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're, you're stubborn are, like that, sort Are you all right? Is the Flyers game getting away from you over there, Vaughn?
5: No, I was trying to mute the TV. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, no background noise on my part,
1: and yeah. apparently I'm getting I'm getting uh, a message that Mikey uh, uh, from uh, from Kiss is talking about uh, the WWE segment on Sports Center tonight. Uh, who is supposed to be on? Who is scheduled? Uh,
3: uh, uh, Dean Ambrose is on Sports Center as we speak.
2: I need
1: um, to catch up really, with
3: those with the SmackDown set behind him. Was he, was,
2: he, was he part of that HGH documentary they were doing? Uh,
3: I have to ask him, but my sources say no.
1: um well okay that that seems to be turning out well for them um but i don't know what do you think the other other conversation about this is well okay like like garza's in the chat room saying that this idea of these guys coming to like nxt absolutely baffles him at this point um and even like you know (laughs) too much money to waste on nxt those guys are, are, are making 500k plus in new japan like even even the tag guys you
4: think oh yeah well i mean my point exactly
3: when we're talking about Nakamura and Styles. These guys are too good, and they're going to cost you too much mm-hmm. to stash them down in, in NXT. Now, Anderson and Gallows make sense, if only from the aspect of how closely aligned they are with Finn Balor from their days back over in New Japan when they're all in Bullet Club together. That could work, especially when you consider the fact that Finn Balor can't be too much longer um, for NXT, although... Who knows? Or maybe Triple H kind of slid this one underneath Vince and just kind of snuck these. He's going to sneak these guys in NXT and not tell anybody that how good <laughs> they are. They're just going to start touring Japan, you
4: know?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, maybe maybe for a lot of these guys it's like a bucket list thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I even if I even if it's just for like five matches, I want to I want to get in on WWE just to just to check it off my list. You know what I mean? Joe seems to be having a good time. We like Joe. Let's go see what's up.
5: Right, right. Don't forget Matt Bloom is down there. and He was taxing partners with uh, Kari Anderson, too, in Japan before Luke Gallows was a tag team partner. Uh, Big Albert. So they got a lot of connections in NXT. And,
1: and, and in general, WWE's been in uh, talks and, and had, uh, building a relationship with New Japan. Maybe this is only a temporary thing. Maybe they get them for three, six months and they just roll right back to New Japan for a bit.
3: I mean, it could be something like a one-year deal for, for somewhere in like Nakamura. Yeah, it could be a bucket list thing. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, the American guys, it feels like a permanent landing spot. Um, but let's not – I mean, it, it, as exciting as it is for these guys to be coming in, um, you can't help but like – I personally am always filled with dread whenever these big names sign <laughs> with WWE just waiting for, you know, the ceiling to fall in. I mean, granted, things seem to work out okay as long as you're in the safe, protective NXT bubble um, where you're taken care of. But once you hit that main roster, man, all bets are off. Um, And only a few guys can really survive that uh, transition. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Bo Dallas or Adam Rose or if you're Shinsuke Nakamura. That jump to that main roster and dealing with the crap that goes on up there, (sighs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think they're going to do do anything intentionally stupid. I just think they can't help it. It's just the way the machine's built. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it, it, not, it doesn't necessarily, you know, it, it, it's a corporate culture up there. It, it's not your talent or anything like that, or even that you're a bad person uh, to, to, to not make it up there, I think. I think it's very explicit because uh, in, in Triple H's talks, I think, I think one I was listening to with uh, uh, Justin Labar was talking about how uh, on the last conference call and everything Triple H is very much in control of NXT and is kind of the final word there. Uh, but still uh, breaking ground this week, he said it's up to Vince as far as you guys getting called up. And if you wonder why somebody has been there for way way too long, it's because Vince isn't impressed yet, right? And then and, and that he's still the gatekeeper when it comes to any of those guys. So I, I think that speaks a lot right there. So. Uh, Triple H can only influence so much on that level, I think, still, in his position. So, All right. I, I, we'll see what's going on here, and we'll see how much we get uh, 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 Garza's brain to ache as we uh, 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 see about this. Uh, Trigar, if the next topic isn't about Taryn Terrell leaving TNA, then I'm done with the show for the year. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> what a
2: coincidence, Sorg. This week's next question...
5: She's very important to
1: him apparently. <laughs> there
5: you Her go. Her
3: acting in Daddy's home was spot on. Sorry, that cameo. I tell you what. Thank God I knew she was in the movie. Or I wouldn't have even known she was in the
5: movie. <laughs> I didn't know she was in the movie.
1: Good I had no idea about promoting that. Was it yeah. was was it better than Santa's helper?
3: It was shorter. <laughs>
1: the All cameo right. was
3: much shorter.
1: Alright. Well, you know, while you're still cleaning up on your uh, young bucks and uh, and uh uh Bull Club shirts. Oh, no, Bull Club shirts. Never mind about that. Skip that part. What we and scored. we got the score. We got, we, the, we got the score in the uh, Impact Tournament coming up. Uh, uh, thank you, ESPN, covering all the wrestling, apparently.
3: Uh, <laughs> Was that ESPN uh, bottom line score update for the TNA
5: World Title Tournament, Ron? Uh Hell and no. <laughs> I don't think ESPN even knows what TNA is.
1: Uh, but anyways, uh, while you're out there supporting some, even these Japanese guys uh, um, over at ProWrestlingTees.com, make sure you go check out uh, our shop over there. To support this show, ProWrestlingTees.com/slash-wms. You can get started, throw a couple things in the cart. Uh, some great designs by the great Alex Cars out there in California. Uh, they're like they're like they're like the iPhone. They're made in California, and uh, you can pick those up. The Good Times at Wrestling Mayhem Show shirt. Uh, in the style of Fast Times, and uh, of course, Property of Mayhem, and uh, it supports the show a little bit. You get to wear it, wear the threads and toss in that your Broken Skull Ranch and your uh, Young Buck shirts and and other uh, people in the show. Uh, hey, even uh, Zema Ion, TNA Zema Ion, also Pittsburgh's
3: <laughs> Pittsburgh area
1: Zema Ion. I think it's a good time to mention you. You just recently had a conversation with Zema uh, over on KDKA dot com, right? Right, Matt.
3: Yeah, go to K2K.com, and I uh, got to catch up with uh, DJZ ahead of his – what's that? DJZ. And um, talked about uh, kind of what his his plans are for 2016. It's pretty interesting. A couple interesting little tidbits about kind of where he sees things going and where he could end up not being by the end of the year. And uh, he also talks about a really interesting uh, side project. So, you know, he's really into the music. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is doing something um, music-producing-wise, putting his music-producing talents to, to good use with old wrestling themes and rappers and hip-hop artists around the Pittsburgh area or wherever else his travels take him. This could be really good. So it's going to be interesting it. to see where that comes from. Anyway, go to k You can read about DJ Z find out
1: what he's been up to yep and go and if you want more uh we talked to him uh early last year on indie mayhem show our most recent uh catch up with him we've had him on a couple of times here i think that was about his third or fourth time uh across all the shows uh with i think us. he was our second interview ever he might have been i'm sorry actually i listened to the second interview we had with him and i'm sorry we were horrible in two thousand nine, <laughs> uh, and well, that's, he was our second interview ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was our first? Like probably J- Jimmy Demarco or something. Uh, Jason Gory. Jason Gory. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Jason Gory. We had a decent one last time when we had him on with Raver. So I, I feel like we we definitely. It, it's all about. It's all about uh, 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 re. Uh, 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 you know, ma- making good on all those people we screwed up with, except for Jimmy Snuckle. We're not going to have Jimmy snuckle back, unfortunately. Um, Why not? Oh boy, uh, I'd like uh, to. Can he, we have him back? We could have him got, tell all. What inter- I got a lot to say at this point? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got the feeding tooth out of his mouth now, right? I mean, that would have been a little awkward. <laughs> but on that note, uh, we'll be right back with a big question. We're definitely going to do a deep dive into Wrestle Kingdom. Some people are excited, and maybe still trying to sleep it off uh here on this tuesday night we'll be right back after this mr sawtooth mr sawtooth what we, we one that's my lens cap I, i'm gonna i'm gonna need that what is your lens cap yes oh this is my lunch we have this this lovely lady over here <laughs> i'm still gonna eat this what is this uh this is it, for the internship that we're the playing. internship did you get it from that other fella that was down here before that we talked to no you hear what internship? this
6: doesn't smell like vodka think we got vodka down here? What are we rich? I don't know, that guy just handed me a cup. Which guy? The guy who was here for the internship? No, that other guy. He's kind of scroungy looking. Scroungy looking? Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, the tiny dog. Yeah. The tiny dog from upstairs. So you're here for the internship? That's good. That's good. I got a few questions for you if you don't mind. Oh. Okay. But Qu- question number one. What is your experience with the underground? I like underground rap. Like presents and gifts? Like, I don't know. Um, oh, man. I'm just having a bad day. I just was at this party, and then my boyfriend just started making out with his other girl, and... Well, that sounds terrible, but why? why has that led you to come underground? This guy said that there was an underground party, and I just needed to get away and just... My boyfriend just cheated on me. This might be good. This might factor into the job interview. How are you with disposing of bodies? Bodies? Bodies, you know. We can start small. We'd like a pigeon. I don't know. Just throw them in garbage? River? What? Not in the river. That's the correct She got the right answer. That's good. It smells like coffee. What is coffee? I don't know. It's like a drink you wake up with in the morning. Oh, blood from a cat's face. All right, I got it.
1: We are back. Uh, That was a little clip of some interesting shenanigans going on with Sawtooth Willie. Go look up Sawtooth Willie on the YouTube and Facebook. Um, And it's a wonderful uh, hobo action for you. So uh, now is the time for the big question with Papa Lunchbox. Papa Lunchbox, what do you got for us this week?
2: So we've been doing this podcast for a fucking long time.
1: Yeah, right. About... 10 years.
2: Roundabout. Roundabout, like roundabout 10 years, that's
1: correct. Give or take a week,
2: 10 mm-hmm. years. And so, as you could imagine, we've seen a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. uh And I there's been some interesting changes, some interesting uh advances in professional wrestling uh, The landscape today is very different than it was ten years ago or even just five years ago. I feel like there's been more changes in the past five years to professional wrestling, how we consume it, and uh, 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 how it 's presented um, than in the past you know twenty. So my question to you is there i think i think oh, I'm sorry to that and there's a lot of excellent things happening in professional wrestling we've got the w w e network we've got nXt um I mean for God's sake we watched a, a a fucking multiple hour long Japanese wrestling event with English commentary live we just fucking watched it live you couldn't do that shit five years ago that was
1: fucking Uh, A crazy mystery how not only rich people do it. Oh, you're still working on that beard problem, aren't you? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Shut up. Yes. So my question to the assembled panel is, what has been the best improvement in the past five years of professional wrestling? Mm. Mm.
1: The best improvement in five years of professional wrestling?
2: the greatest improvement
1: that's that's better that's
2: <laughs> yeah that is better We're fucking um, i don't have a beard sword i can only do
5: so
1: much that's true that, that is also true that is also true the biggest improvement oh, um i think on?
5: i think to your point the technology aspect that we can watch so much of it now i think that's that's the biggest one i mean i, I don't know if somebody could come up with something else but to me we can watch New Japan live, we can watch, you know, if you really want to watch like Progress of Wrestling, or Revolution Pro or you know, have Lucha Underground, you're all these different uh mediums now to where you could watch pro wrestling in twenty sixteen. So I guess to me that's the one off the top of my head. I can't really think of another one.
1: I think um I agree with that. And and if I can add on that, it's things like iPay per views, you know, that, that indies that can become accessible and, and get the you know, of course being on that side of that, like you know, getting that stuff uh, out there is, is is easier if you're smart about it. Um, I think that, that, that lends to that. I think also part on that, I, I think independents, the wrestlers, independent wrestlers are finding more success you know um guys like the young bucks uh, you know staying of course now that they've signed uh staying how they didn't really have much desire to be anything much more than free agents at the time you know even AJ Styles leaving and kind of being all over the place and and making a b- even bigger name for himself guys like Matt Seidel, guys like Colt Cabana Colt Cabana kind of molded this idea of of hey guys you need to brand yourself out there and you can create this media empire as an independent pro wrestler and do these sorts of things and and on and you can see that's proven as as a thing as the big names the stone colds and everybody followed him at least in the podcasting route um you know i i I think you know of course all these guys want to get to wwe and there's of course a great opportunity there i think with nxt you know you're seeing guys like champa and 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 johnny corgano even getting getting a shot up there and it, it doesn't feel like just a dark match it's like they went and killed it you know um, and I think that's going to go a longer way. And that even helps their brand. Again, they can go do more kick-ass stuff and even probably demand a higher price tag on the indies or go other places. Um,
5: I've, got a, I've got another one, but I'll let you finish. Uh, everybody go around. But, I of another but, one. but yeah,
1: so yeah, generally, I, generally, just yeah. that, that, that these guys can take advantage of the online accessibility of all these places and make their own brand bigger and, and just do better business without... The the, the WWE behind them. So, what, uh, uh, we'll go to you guys and we'll go back to you, Vaughn. Okay, for that one. Yep. All right. Uh, LB, Matt.
3: That's funny. You mentioned uh, Cole Cabana. I was trying to think of like technological things. Then you sent me onto a tangent of like, like who are the guys who have like who changed the game over the last you know five years or so? And Cole Cabana is definitely one of the guys. He changed the game. I mean, he put the podcasting thing on the map for everybody. Um, and you even hear like, even um, like the young bucks. And I'm sure a lot of other independent guys have said things along these lines too, that the young bucks kind of learned how to market themselves by watching cold Cabana and seeing the way he interacted with people. And he kind of like, kind of showed the indie guys how to make something of themselves without a big machine behind them. And then, Then I got thinking about Cole Cabana and I start to think about Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder is another guy, and it's easy to laugh about it now. But when he launched that YouTube series, that was a total game changer. Nobody else was doing that. Um, The social media thing for wrestlers really wasn't as big as it is – nearly as big as it is now, obviously. Um, And he found a way, a completely new way that no one had ever used before on that scale and in WWE to get himself over and get himself back on TV. And at least give it was given a shot at having a nice career. Granted, eh, I guess it didn't work out, but those two guys, very influential and underrated in the uh, 21st century pro wrestling history, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, a good point. Garza mentioning that uh cold Souls so are the guy behind pro wrestling tees, as we found out in that interview uh, a little bit ago. Uh, that we had with the the guys from there. Um, so it, it really... Pro Wrestling Tees is a big improvement. It is.
3: And just a way to help these guys, you know, make a living. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the the Pro Wrestling T-shirt Superstore, Sorg, everyone come here and, <laughs> and find your thing.
1: There you go. WWE Shop and Pro Wrestling Tees. Big one.
2: Yeah.
1: LB? Um... Yeah.
2: I think that
1: <clears throat> excuse me
2: um the the we talked a lot about new technologies and things like that I think that can't be ignored but I think as the result of that is the best change because it's not just like WWEs on TV that's all we can see if there's no one else on TV then nobody knows any other style of professional wrestling except for WWE uh and TNA whenever they're on whenever um but now with this rise in technology you we are seeing different styles we're seeing different organizations um we're seeing different professional wrestlers you can follow a specific wrestler in a way that you could never do before it's not just i love watching his matches in wwe it's i have seen his matches in ring of honor i've seen them in nxt i've seen them in tna and you know you can kind of cherry pick in a way that you couldn't before and i think that's magic you know what i mean that's like fucking witchcraft compared to you know back in the day when it was well we had one flavor and that's it that's the end as a result we're getting a more diverse product uh, across the board i think it's um it's it's making almost everyone step up their game uh, and i think that's a that's a fantastic thing the, there was for a long time you know wwe bought wcw and they were the only game in town and the argument was well they do best when they have competition well they have a fuckload of competition now and it's great that's my
1: answer well, they're all taking a little bit of peace away from that pie aren't they and I think that's what yeah. you may be seeing in those ratings a little bit I'm like yeah I'll watch something over here I'll watch something over here um, and uh, we'll see what we got in the chat remote. Garza is saying uh, the future is that refs and wrestlers will wear GoPros and you'll be able to choose wait well, yeah, that's a different thing that's, that's predictions I, don't think answer, I think he's on the wrong big question is he watching a different show maybe um, but uh, anyways uh, uh, is, is that something happening on TNA right now maybe
5: uh, beer and money just got back together oh, for the thirteenth time.
1: Oh boy, oh boy. Well, bring Bobby Roode back with you to NXT, and they'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Hey, we got uh, Eamon, Eamon Payton, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, is with us. Before we uh, uh, let let LB go here, uh, Eamon, do you have an answer to the big question?
0: Uh, I, I really like LBs. I, I I agree with him completely. The um, I I think a lot of people think. Considered WWE for the longest time to be the be-all-end-all when it comes to wrestling. And I think, I mean, part of the truth is that that's true when I talk to non-wrestling fans about wrestling, they say WWE as wrestling kind of interchangeably. Like, it's it's not, you know, people don't know wrestling, they know WWE. Um, But there are viable alternatives, and there are um, you know, organizations where, you know, you Could consider these people to be, you know, their top level stars to be the best in the world. You don't have to be working, you know, a WWE schedule and and doing all that to be considered one of the best in the world. And um, I think that's great. I think that's really, really great.
1: Awesome. Uh, Sorry, there's there's some anger over the spoilers for TNA
0: apparently. Hey, respect the respect right right now. Respect the. Oh my god. Big James Storm returned, but right. James Storm was in the, their tournament. How is it a return? I don't
1: know. I, although I do respect.
0: James, James Storm's presence was reported by the
3: Associated Press. It was no <laughs> secret. Right, bud? There you go. Yeah, right. There
1: you go. <laughs> um, um, go. Go ahead.
3: I was just going to get in on this uh, the globalization of professional wrestling. Um. That we we always had this habit of looking inside the United States for the competition for WWE, and we end up looking at Ring of Honor and, and TNA and whatnot. But you know AAA and New Japan, and now you're seeing the, the the British promotions, these Indies out of Britain starting to make their inroads. and sending all this British talent over here to like you know Zack Saber and and those folks, and and it gets. It's crazy. And you, I, I'm wondering, like, where the next wh- – wh- what's the next frontier that is going to get, like, um, all the fans excited about uh, another country and the wrestling going on in that country?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like, uh, uh, like the whole common thing, like, I think with most people was, like, you know, oh, if you know these people that are in New Japan or if you know these, like, top-level indie talents, oh you must be like a hipster because your favorites aren't like WWE talents. Oh, the stuff we say to you. Well, I'm just saying, (laughs) Uh, but, but it's like, no, I mean like WWE's posting articles about Nakamura and AJ Styles and their things in wrestling. You know, if they're, they're as viable as anything else. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And when they come to like say WWE, it's a big deal because of their name value. So, I think uh, as much
5: as all of that, everything that everybody said is a big improvement. One of the biggest improvements is the coverage pro wrestling receives uh, from the mainstream media as well. It's not just Dave Meltzer and Wade Keller and Mike Johnson anymore. It's not just the websites with nothing but links and crazy, crazy rumor. Now it's Philly.com. It's USA Today. It's, it's Grantland or was Grantland. ESPN has a weekly segment on SportsCenter. Even though it's on ESPN News, it's still SportsCenter. That's still huge. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sports Illustrated has stuff. Uh, they they broke the Marrow and story a couple weeks ago. Uh, Fox Sports has a Jim Ross column, and they do wrestling. I mean, all these different forms where you can find wrestling content, whether it's breaking news or just a fun story or a feature story. I remember when um, Seth Rollins did a series of interviews last before Battleground last year. I, I did I interviewed him. And then I looked for like you know Seth Rollins' name. I Google his name and see where else he interviewed. It was Sports Illustrated. It was USA Today. It was all these different types of big major outlets. Rolling Stone has done wrestling stuff. Uh, Up rocks obviously, well, and, it was, you know.
1: On Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone is the, is doing indie, Young Bucks, uh, yeah. uh, Dalton Castle, like, Cole Cabana. It's crazy.
5: Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. You know, and I don't know if it's really helping. It become more mainstream, but I think these these websites are recognizing, hey, there's money here because some content does do good on the internet. that's do very good traffic online, so mm-hmm. you know why not have uh you know content and hopefully it's it's not. And I think another thing also is the acceptance of wrestling fandom. It's not just the thing you share with one or two other people. Now it's like, like you said, the hipster thing. It's almost like hipsters are like almost in chic now. It's like they're in vogue now. It's almost nerd. cool to be a hipster. It's almost cool to be a nerd. So along with being a Star Wars fan and a Ninja Turtles fan, now wrestling is all that, too. You're like a hipster because you're a wrestling fan as well. So it's like I like both of those, where the, the, the mainstream coverage has increased over the last five years, and the fact that it's almost become a part of the nerd culture that has become popular now, whereas before, nerd culture wasn't quite popular.
3: I think I think we've got just a little bit further to go, but I, I know what you're talking about, and we're so close. Like we we, we got there with the comic books. Um, Where I I like I think we're there with video games. We got to get there with wrestling. We got to make all of society accept wrestling, and just and just live with it and deal with us forever.
1: <laughs> because there you go, LB. Another great big question as usual. That's not LB. He's over here. Did he leave already? There he is.
3: Hi. No, I'm here. Thank there
1: you me. are. I don't know what you look like anymore, so I was confused. Uh, I know. you and Eamon are interchangeable now.
0: That's so oh, high.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what? what the fuck?
1: Bobble Boss, you're gonna uh, kick out of here so we can go talk some Japan wrestling. Um mm-hmm. uh Japan yeah, Japanese wrestling. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, this is gonna go <laughs> great. Your beard is screwing me up now. <clears throat> but anyways um uh thank you so much panelriot.com at dj lunchbox and also check out sawtooth willie on the youtubes and the facebook's um i don't know anything else anything else big you want to talk about what's coming up on panel riot uh
2: coming up on panel riot i am reviewing a comics comic bento box that i received it is a monthly subscription service and uh, i am reviewing so the first Four episodes uh, in January of Panel Riot are brought to you by Comic Bento. First episode is up now, and I am talking about uh, this book right here, The Fifth Beetle, Hmm. the Brian Epstein story. It is fascinating and excellent. Go and check it out at your earliest convenience at PanelRiot.com.
1: Awesome, awesome. All right. Uh, So, like I said, we're going to talk New Japan Pro Wrestling and uh Eamon payton as i mentioned is Bio pro wrestling's voice i was listening to some of you at the fun 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 fest a little bit over the break uh so that was kind of fun um but uh jeez wow i know i know i know Amon. first of all if, if, lunch,
4: if
0: lunchbox didn't just leave he would be throwing his computer screen right now. <laughs>
1: You would be. Um, I don't. I don't know if he got out in time. Uh, but anyways, no, I know. For instance, we talked about how it was great that you guys can watch uh, wrestling from Japan live. I know. For instance, I was getting up at about five thirty in the morning, and I was seeing your tweets about the end of New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I so,
0: was. Up in, well, so it would be seven o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. That mm. uh, I believe that was seven thirty uh, uh, Eastern Time. Um, it was a trip being up that late to watch wrestling. Actually, I, I, I felt I, like, you know, there was times where I kind of, you know, not often in, in times, but I mean, overall, I, I, it was, it was pretty well, you know, well done. I'm more nodded off during Raw than anything. Um, which, you know, hey, it's not, not too. You long, were, but.
1: you were especially angry at Raw. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, uh... you're like, you're like, I oh, was, I was watching Japanese wrestling at four in the morning. Fuck this! I, 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 I know that. that. I mean that just that just kind of colors your interpretation at that point. I think.
4: Yeah. yeah
1: so
0: yeah. Um, so, Amon, did you make it all the way through the through the night? I did make it all the way. Wow. Uh, I made it to the yeah to right to the end of uh, Okada's uh, big promo. Uh, spoiler wow. alerts for anyone who didn't want to show whatever.
5: I did. Uh, well. I actually started when I was actually actually work overnight, so I was already up. The show started, I just stayed up all the way through.
0: Nice. All, all, all beginning at that extremely awkward pre-show, all the way
5: to oh, the end. Man, that <laughs> pre-show.
0: So, <laughs> oh. so there
3: are a few gifts for you in the. Uh,
1: I see. I will
3: check it out. They're in chronological order, so if you just go to the very first one that I dropped in there, there's about three of those uh, dancing uh, whatever they are. Um, we, was, okay, okay. That's the that first a, thing. That was a Twitter highlight for me. Was the reactions
5: <laughs> on Twitter to the pre-show?
3: This, this Not just is... that, but even the New Japan Rumble, where damn it. King Haku showed up. Yes! King
5: Haku. Cheeseburger showed up, too. The
0: Great, the, <laughs> the the great Kabuki showed up. The Great Kabuki was there, and he was super old, and he could only just miss the dude. <laughs> and that was it. Not a super old guy. I think
5: Cheeseburger's by far the youngest guy in the whole match. It yeah.
0: was... And he lasted the, like, final five? <laughs> like, he was beating, so like, Tenzan and Kojima. Like, that's, that's an interesting choice. Um... <laughs>
1: That must
3: have been in the fine print of the latest New Japan Ring of Honor uh, agreement, possibly. Possibly.
1: All right. Okay. First of all, like let's 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 let's. So the battle royal, amazing. Seeing the names in there, the liger. Well, it
3: wasn't amazing. It was terrible. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs>
1: all right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Let's put this in context. You have the pre-show battle royal from Wrestle Kingdom Ten. And then you had the gimmick battle royal from, like, WrestleMania 18 or something like that? 17, 17. yeah. Wow. Um, Sorry? (laughs) Which do you hold in higher regard? Uh, The gimmick battle royal times 10.
3: (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, I I can't shake the image of
5: Cheeseburger trying to fight Fujiwara during the... It was funny to have uh, Liger and who else was it? Was Somebody else fighting over Cheeseburger?
0: Oh, well, Liger, I think it was Liker and tiger mask. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, like there were some legitimate like Japanese legends in there, and and the nerd side of me really enjoyed. It. I, as old as he was, I was glad to see the great Kabuki because he's you know, uh, you know, real sort of kind of trendsetter for you know a lot of people in wrestling. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it was it's not the it was never going to be the most technical thing. Like that's the thing with the Wrestle Kingdom shows traditionally is they always yeah. kind of start with like a. But usually it's like an eight on uh, four on four tag that's just like you know guys just doing stuff and it's not super you know enthralling or anything. But um, yeah, it's it, I, I mean I thought it was a cool kind of concept. Um, <laughs> it, it was I will say this: uh, it was the only match on the show I watched with English commentary <laughs> because I absolutely gave up after that.
1: Okay, let's <laughs> well, let's touch uh, on that. Yeah. You you, you, I you up. You are our commentary person, and you told me a little bit about this. And I can't say it got better through the rest of the night, but it just kind of got suppressed through the rest of the night. But Yoshi Tatsu might have been the, the biggest mistake of the show.
0: I, I was very worried when I heard Yoshi was on commentary, because he's not... not, not the, I mean, he speaks English, but he's not... Um, wordy? He's not a very wordy person. <laughs>
5: Whereas Mass Stryker is the exact opposite. He's way too wordy sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. and And... I and not to knock anybody 'cause I'm you know, who am I to you know, say whatever, but it just I don't feel it was a smart move 'cause Mass Striker like kept feeding him questions that he just kept like no selling and it's like it just made for a really awkward scenario. I feel like I feel
1: like Yoshi every time he was asked a question, like the not seeing these guys, it was like Yoshi was like sitting there like, Stop asking me stuff, I'm watching this match you know, in, in like in his facial expressions.
3: Yeah, it was. Even the weird. things he was there to do, he was there to translate stuff. I don't feel like he translated anything very effectively. He just kind of like would mumble into the microphone. My favorite thing was whenever Strike would ask Yoshitatsu a question, and you would hear silence, and then hear Kevin Kelly would have to tell you that Yoshitatsu is nodding his head right now. <laughs> he
4: couldn't even be
1: bothered to say a word. He's just sitting there. Oh, like or or the pain for the one match where um, um, I think Yoshi's trying to talk about like a story about Nakamura from back in the day and something, but something cool happens. So he got stopped, and like a minute later, he goes back to the story. And, like <laughs> yeah, he's trying, yeah. like really really hard at that. Um, but <laughs> here's Garza saying that uh, uh, Yoshi was there to translate, but the one who fucked up is Stryker trying to get a uh, conversation out of him. I, I,
3: well, I mean, listen, all right, and maybe Amy can speak more to this too, but when you're in a situation where someone is just like not working, you, that's what you do. You've got to keep trying to engage them. you got to warm them up so they start to talk a little bit, and I think that's what Stryker was trying to but do, also, trying to get I, engaged in the conversation.
0: That's true, and I don't know how, uh, for example, I, I, I know, I mean, I, like I said, I Yoshi speaks English, but I don't know how, you know well his English necessary is so he they were asking maybe some complex questions that he maybe had only heard parts of and and like didn't fully like a lot of times like they would ask him a complex like a complex question of like you know how does it feel of like you know style, like they're working down on styles how much styles you know you know be feeling right now and Yoshi would just go yes like
3: <laughs> I think like they asked him what's uh like I think maybe um after uh, Hanma and... Oh, uh, uh, no, I forgot. Makabe. Um, Makabe's won the titles. And they're like, what does this mean for Japan, Yoshitatsu? And he's just like... I, I could hear him
0: shrugging. I was just like... But <laughs> he's just like, well, I don't know what it means. Like, like, what do you mean by that?
3: Like, and I don't know all got- of Japan right now, Yoshitatsu. Tell me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
0: um, yeah, I don't know if he completely got it. I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone with Yoshi. Uh, I, I even... Karen Kelly and Matt Stryker weren't amazing at times. Um, uh, I, I didn't listen to the the actual English commentary, but a couple people were pointing out that, like, I think at some point Matt Stryker made sort of a dropping bomb joke. He did. He definitely and did. And it's like, you don't do that. Oh, like, in
5: Japan, oh. would just, you don't do anything like that. You just drop bombs. It's like, oh. <laughs> like,
0: you, you don't do that at all.
1: Somebody forgot what continent he was on. Um, wow. Well,
3: I, I – I, I, I like Stryker just because I'm a sick puppy, but mm-hmm. and, and I thought um, I thought Kevin Kelly for the most part did an admirable job. He's not Jim Ross, um, no. but I thought he deli- I thought he was especially and I thought he really delivered especially in the uh, um, the final two or three matches. I thought he was really good, just conveying the emotion, kind of getting me into it.
5: Yeah, I think Matt Stryker sometimes.
4: But how could you get not get into like,
3: that
5: kind of a matches? But
4: yeah, I sorry, think Matt
5: Stryker can be good, but sometimes it gets a little like. Just a little too excited, and starts doing the insider terms and
4: mm-hmm.
5: about, There's no slapping of the leg here. It's like, what are you talking about? Why say yeah, you- that you shouldn't be saying that. Why would you say that? Uh, no you- slapping of the leg. Like you just buried the entire business of pro wrestling.
1: And I don't know. Cool. I don't know what context was going into the matches, and I, I didn't know if this was related to what we just talked about in a, a couple segments ago. But um, there was a mention at the end of AJ and Nakamura about it would be a shame for either of these guys to leave New Japan Pro Wrestling. Was that something maybe already going around? At that point, or is there some other story about maybe one of them leaving officially? Uh,
0: possibly. Um, I, I mean, I, I can only assume that you know this is something that these guys knew for a, a some little while now that was eventually going to happen. I don't know how long New Japan knew necessarily. Um, maybe, mm-hmm. possibly, I don't know. Uh, I think I've
3: heard some reports um, about this whole deal, is that uh, Styles has been working in New Japan without a contract. Right. So that might have been something that they're alluding to also.
1: That could be, that could be. Um, but, okay, other than that, um, I, 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 do we have to give him a minute? Because I, 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 I want to use these gifts? but the uh, odd anime, I thought that it was awkward and interesting when Terminator came out at WrestleMania <laughs> this past year. Uh, but yeah. this year we got, uh, what is
0: this again? <laughs> uh, I actually have it up. It's uh, uh, the, the anime or whatever is called, Doraemon, I mm-hmm. think is is, the, is how you pronounce it. And they're promoting uh, the new movie Doraemon Nobita and the Birth of Japan 2016. Oh man! Um, oh, wait, that's the that's entire name up. at the bottom.
3: I, yeah, I believe I've read somewhere this is the 23rd movie well, it, in it, the Doraemon series. It says it's
1: a, it's a
0: very it's a very popular. It movie.
1: says 36th on the title here, so
3: oh 36. i i still still short. Damn. that I guess. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> 36.
5: Uh, is better than Friday the 13th.
1: <laughs> yeah. They like their franchises over in Japan. And I don't know. I mean, the, the, the the meme that that I know you shared earlier, Matt, of uh, this blue character, uh, the Dorymon, I suppose, um, being signed to NXT uh, is pretty tremendous. Oh, my I can't God. wait.
3: Photoshopping him in next to Triple H in the oh. NXT arena. Oh, so So great. freaking funny. I cracked up. I was just like, yes, I want to see this thing versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> just do it right now. I'm going to see him kill this blue
0: cat. I was just shocked that the whole thing didn't end with uh, the Young Bucks coming out and super kicking everyone (laughs) since that was supposed to be Oprah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, it's the equivalent of them bringing in, you know, like a, like, like you said, like doing the Terminator stuff during WrestleMania, um, it's about twenty minutes it felt like to the to the pre show for <laughs> it though was an interesting choice. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that was a little uh little cash little little money
3: bag got handed off there for that uh, I think this is yeah, just uh, I think yeah. this is
1: just how Japan rolls, you know?
5: Maybe I mean they, were, they maybe they were marking out Japan over it. You know, I, maybe yeah, it was like but, twenty minutes wasn't enough. We needed forty. You know?
1: I mean I know <laughs> I know the pan the pan away. I didn't notice the pan away from this. So so they finished the dance and the 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 giant things are walking back and 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 just like there's just a row of people just sitting in their chairs turning around just like like they were shaking their heads. <laughs> they were not interested I hope in what They're it, not like, seeing this in America. Like the, the, That's what they're thinking. Or like they're like they don't do this kind of shit at WrestleMania. Um <laughs> you know, or or something like that. Like at least the people that bought the good seats, um, they, they were definitely not interested in this kind of thing. So I just
3: as as insane, as surreal as it was, I will never forget watching this no, live no, no. at three in the morning. With my phone open and just watching my Twitter feed explode. The the jokes that were being thrown around were... Oh. It, it probably... I was laughing so hard. It probably gained me an extra 30 minutes of staying awake to watch the show. Because it got me I was so fired up. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it really had no redeeming value. Other <laughs> All than right.
1: Beyond that, there was wrestling at the show.
0: There was also wrestling.
1: Uh, this, at the, of a Japanese style. Um <laughs> Top to bottom. Bennett to I mean, what's that?
5: Michael Ben is about to make his TNA debut. Just just a side note. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> you're, getting your, you're getting your live TNA scoring updates right here. Yeah. It is. Is we go.
1: <laughs> there it is. Sorry about your damn spoilers during the show. <laughs> uh, sorry guys. It's uh, I
5: see what you did. It's on right now All people can not watch it. They can watch it right now. It's unlike it's on Patreon. Because they're
1: dedicated. To watching this show because they're, they're good fans. They're
3: watching this podcast live, and they're mad because we're spoiling the wrestling <laughs> show that's on television. <laughs> exactly.
1: This is what we've come <laughs> to. This to is this is our advances advances in technology. This is where we've come from from in ten years. <laughs> um, Feels good. Feels good. The the turnaround is the people that have picked the TNA and are getting mad because we're spoiling uh, what's happening on the Mayhem show on Twitter. Um, yeah.
3: <laughs> so should we go through? Let's go through these matches, eh, Amon. I just yeah. I, I I want to profess my love for Matt Seidel and Ricochet. And, oh and, my and god, yes! Up here,
0: the the they, um their uh, like t- perfectly timed like moonsault shooting stars one of my favorite things.
3: I freaking love that standing double somersault. Yeah, they hit it. every time I've seen them do it. They hit it. They're my favorite tag team. They're my favorite, tag team, in, they're my favorite yeah. tag team in the world right now. There's I nothing be- better than those two.
4: I actually, yeah. to
5: see this match, I had issues with my New Japan World uh account, but I missed this entire match. So uh, it <laughs> was, Michael it, Bennett was playing like Armando Estrada on TV right now. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <know> what? <laughs> nice. Friend of the Probably show. Uh, I, yeah, but, it's new. Definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It was. I, I mean, it was
0: definitely you know the type of action you would normally see from those eight. I mean, uh, you know you. So, I think the tradition past couple of years or whatever is the, the four way tag, junior tag final match. Um, I liked it. I thought, um, uh, you know, good, obviously a good way to kick off the show. Uh, yeah. Young Bucks winning was interesting. I, I didn't, I, I was, you know, in, I was personally on the side of either Red Dragon retaining or, like you said, Ricochet and Matt Seidel taking it. Um, obviously, Young Bucks are, you know, pretty big deal, but uh, yeah. Knowing what we know today, that we didn't know
3: on Monday morning about where things were going for New Japan. Um, it makes more sense that the Young Bucks won those titles. It mm-hmm. strengthened Bullet Club a little bit. Um, it was an awesome match. What do you want? What, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> Cody Hall's come a long way.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the
3: razor's edge to Ricochet onto like eight people <laughs> on
0: the floor. It was insane. What was the – and then Ricochet did like – oh, he's like – springboard shooting star into, like, Cody Hall, where he, oh. went, he went out of the frame of the hard cam. <laughs> <It> was pretty <laughs>
3: amazing. There's no way I would try that with with with, with someone with his uh, level of experience. But, hey, big target. I guess we're going to shape out like he could hit him. So, and he did. It all works out. It's good. It's just, it, it's good. All right. That's good.
1: I don't know if he's next, but I, I keep looking at this GIF, so I have to bring it up next. But the fact that there was a Doc Brown involved in a match, uh, against Kenny Omega uh, <laughs> is just still blowing my mind right now. Uh, yeah, so, it
3: reached um, the, the time splitter gimmick reached its apex at oh, Wrestle yeah. Kingdom
1: ten. It, it, it was pretty like to the point where I can't believe I watched a wrestling show that was a real wrestling show, not independent, where somebody dressed as Doc Brown actually got involved in a match, and I think like uh, took a shot at one of the young bucks. Um, During uh, that, that's, that, that's amazing. And Kenny Omega is just amazing as well. So, uh, so, so, so that, that's my, that's my like theatrical interesting match for this where it was like my introduction to Prince Devitt last year, I think. So,
3: yeah, it's funny. Like we, we, like when you, when you first start watching Japanese wrestling, you have this idea of like what it's going to be. And then you get like something like this from New Japan. It just gets like totally bizarre. Um. Mm-hmm. But you don't care because you're just, you know, you're rolling with it. Did we? Which which match did we skip over here?
0: Oh we the, we. Oh, six we, man. You, the, you had the never. Six uh, man. The, the six man tag. Uh, I don't remember a lot about this match. Uh, I like I like Torriano because uh, it's it's really funny. Um, I feel like <laughs> I really hope that like the Briscoes aren't like like. Like how I think WWE like kind of interprets like Japanese wrestlers, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's how Japan views us. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was a big lot of Americans. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was decent. I don't really remember a whole lot of it.
1: I, I um, want to know how Redneck Kung Fu went over in Japan.
0: It was kind of old. It seemed, it seemed to go okay. Mike was working. It's funny when there's no there's no noise
5: at all in the crowd. They're sitting there in silence, and you hear Mark Briscoe just yelling and screaming. Or Jay Briscoe but, yelling at the yeah, crowd, and there's no yeah, response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you you, you can tell respond. that the Briscoes were there to
3: to to get some eyes on them because they, they came out like just screaming for attention. It was cool just to see them enter – just making their entrance in an arena that big, like yeah, 35,000 mm-hmm. people. I'm like – sitting there wondering like has they, have they ever been in front of this many people before? They've been in Japan, but I'm not sure of that many people. I don't know. Man, that's that was a crazy crowd. Um but it's awesome for them. That's great. Um, and they beat those three losers from the bullet club, so it's alright. But ar- you know, isn't no.
1: it isn't it kind of isn't it kind of cuz no, I was going to make a comparison there. I really didn't work. Move on.
3: No. <laughs> Very good. Are you going to delay? Were you going to compare anything to sushi? So don't do that. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. It was kind of <laughs> just the arena sizes and and, and 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 stuff like that. But uh, but never mind, never mind. Um, no, no. I'm it, it still working out in my head. I'll come back to it.
3: Okay, good deal. What was uh,
0: what was next, Damon? Then, then we had the Ring of Honor title match. Uh Big Mike.
1: Not a bad Which match.
0: I, I was kind of that was the one match on the car I was underwhelmed by. Um, I, well, I don't know. I I feel like. The, you know, and Big Mike, you know, was, was, you know, got rave reviews and all that stuff for his the stuff he did in the G one this year, uh, and, and you know, and, and well deserved. Uh, I just felt like it was very underwhelming. I, I, it felt very short for a Ring of Honor World Title match. Um, yeah. it's, it's not Ring of Honor, so I guess they don't dedicate that much time to it. That's true. Yeah, and I think it was a it was a case of that. Uh, I don't know. You just kind of expect more from those two. And not, I mean, not to knock them or anything, it just felt very, I don't know, basic, you know? I think Michael like Bennett just... is, is over, though, over there. I think,
5: mm. not Michael Bennett, Michael Elgin, uh, with his feats of strength, I think they that definitely uh, caught, a lot, caught a lot of oohs and ahs from the fans over there. So I think he's, he's built up quite a following over there, just from that, just, you know, catching people out of midair and doing different feats of strength he does. Mm-hmm. They don't see that a lot over there. Uh, with, yeah. with their guys, so when they see Big Mike does it, do it, it's like, ooh, who is this guy? You know, so, <laughs> so that's what I took away from it more, more, more than anything is that that Michael Elgin um, might have carved out a little niche for him over there in Japan. Yeah,
0: and hopefully so. Like I think he's a good fit. I, I do think he's a good fit over
1: there overall. We, I know we'll get to the match. Uh, I think it's the never went the neverweight championship, the one that uh, the never
0: never, never, never open weight championship,
1: never open weight. That's the one that was like the brutal match of the mu- n- night, right?
5: Oh my God!
1: Uh, By by the way, impressed with that two years in a row. um, Could you imagine a Michael Elgin in that match, that kind of match?
0: I mean, he'd kill somebody. Kill somebody?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's big. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. But I I think it'd be interesting. But sorry.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, uh, Tomohiro Ishii and uh, Elgin had in the G1. That was one of the best matches of that tournament, wasn't it? I oh, have to absolutely. go back and watch that one, but I think that was one of the big matches that really got Elgin going. So, Big Mike, what else can you say? That's all I could say. Every time I see him now, Big Mike. <laughs> it's a stupid thing, but I guess it works in Japan.
0: Okay. Uh, then we had the uh, the junior heavyweight title match, uh, which was, I, I, up until that point, I think the best match on the card.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, very, very good. Kenny Omega is a star over there, and I, and I, I think... Uh, uh, I I I was fully in. Like mean, it, it was a very, uh, very great match. I, once Kenny did the uh, the one arm power bomb, I was I was all in. I was all in at that point. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it.
5: I agree. It was a great match. Uh, Kenny Omega did a lot of selling with that one arm because other arm, like, genuinely had a, an injury to it. Like it looked swollen or something like that. It was
4: mm-hmm.
5: it was kind of crazy, but he he did a, a great job selling in that match. Uh, Kashida always fun to watch. Uh, the Doc Brown stuff is always cool. I like the Young Bucks playing with the trash cans, the Terminator theme and the trash cans.
1: Yes, I yes. That was
5: funny. Uh, <laughs> but the match itself was good. It was a really it was a really fun
0: match. I like the thing as a, well. This was also the first match, and I think, and then this has been the thing. I don't know. Uh, Sora, I of want to know what you thought, since you are a full, full follower of New Japan. The interference. Because that's the one thing I think the Bullet Club kind of, uh, you know, put more into New Japan is you, before, you know, the major stuff with the Bullet Club when they rose to popularity, you didn't see a lot of the big interference stuff.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And there was a lot of that on the show. Now, even with the Bullet Club stuff, we'll get to uh, Naito and uh, Godo later on. Um, what, what, what did you think of that? Story? Did it throw you off Like, like when you were watching it? it? It did, because this match probably could have been
5: better without the interference.
1: Right, right, especially with performers like that. But it's also like almost the only match that had that. Uh, but it also... Um, Felt like an American match
5: because right. of it. Yeah, I think, yeah, better without it though, I think it definitely oh, yeah. Be better. But,
0: yeah, I don't uh, think it would feel really necessary. good. Necessary, yeah. I mean, I think,
3: I think Omega and Koshida could go star, 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 stars. However high you want to go, if they wanted to have just a pure wrestling match. But I mean, there's so much pure wrestling on this show, anyways. I think you know, from a variety standpoint, I think it's cool to kind of like mix things up here and there. So I think. I think the match was awesome, and I think it served a purpose (laughs) in being kind of like this chaotic, um, interference-filled kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And also important having Koshida win because, I mean, I think someone pointed out how many foreigners were on this uh, card for this uh, Wrestle Kingdom show. So it was good to see Mm -hmm. those Japanese guys get their win for the hometown fans. (laughs) Send them home happy.
4: Right.
0: Uh, Yeah, and after that, we move on to the uh, heavyweight tag title match. With a uh, bullet club against uh, Homa and uh, Makabe, um, I like this. Uh, Homa is, is is definitely still over, uh, even after the whole uh, uh, you know news that, that broke uh, not too long ago, uh, which is which is good for him. Uh, yeah, I like this match. Um, uh, I'm very interested to see how Gallows and um, uh, Anderson fit in WWE if, if, if everything that we've been hearing is is true um mainly for the fact that Anderson loves the curse <laughs> <laughs> They were oh, on the, uh,
3: I'm sorry I was I was watching the the first part of um the Tuesday morning show whatever uh, New Year's uh, Rush, New,
0: New, Year, New Year Dash
3: yeah no New Year da- Ra- Dash Dash matter. yeah um and uh, if you go check out the, uh, the match that Gallas and uh, Anderson are in, after the match, they walk over to the announce, the English announce position, and Anderson takes off Kevin Kelly's headset and lets loose a string of expletives
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, will, that will curl your hair.
4: It's unbelievable.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, he's got to adapt that. And I don't know what the hell Carl Anderson is going to do with, with himself without the gun stun. Because that is, that is just everything. Yeah, that's the
5: RKO. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I,
3: I, I think I have a suggestion. I say give him the Stone Cold Stunner. It's basically the same move. And the other
5: guy isn't using it. So. The other guy. with <sighs> spring, the Springboard Stunner. We'll, we'll be all right. Yeah, go right yeah. thing, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: But hey, uh, yeah, no, I like this match. And I think, yeah, Makabe and, and Homa winning was the, the right choice. Hama won the title. Like he he doesn't even win
5: matches, he has a title now. How about that? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, yeah. He it's great. and I, I love how good other you know,
5: you know, stuff. Funny thing to me is that we talked about Yoshitatsu not really being all that like excited, but this one match, he got really excited for Hanma. Like when he did the <laughs> headbutts, he, he got excited for Hanma's the uh, headbutt. Like when he did off the top, he was like, Oh I couldn't, couldn't believe that the headbutt. So if there's one thing, Yoshitatsu got excited for Hanma. <laughs>
4: <laughs> But yeah, and then
0: uh I believe uh, I, I believe from this point on, this was my this is where the show like delivered match after match after match for me, personally. And that was uh uh Tetsuya Naito uh taking on Hiroki Goto Um I can't pronounce Naito's stable's name and I hate it. Oh, um, we, we need to get Garza in here to uh, help us out with this. Sorry, <laughs> it's a lot of letters. What's the English trans I forget the English trans- like the um Oh, um, I it's saw a him. basic word that we can say easily. I just yeah, it's, it's on it's on Wikipedia. I, I saw. It. I had to. I'll have to look it up. But um, no, I love his stable um, personally because of the fact that I got to work with uh, Watson in Inspire Pro, aka Evil. And he
4: has
0: <laughs> he has such an amazing look right now. Like he, I love especially with like the giant sword that he came out with. It was oh, amazing. This yeah, is I the I one. Have this is- they had to give a better name than Evil. I, I don't know, I like I mean, it's all capitalized
5: though, so this is oh. this is the group that I'm sure came out it
3: awesome in Japan, so. <laughs> <laughs> like it's evil. It's evil. Naito's amazing. I've never seen anyone do this kind of character before. Just like total slacker. I don't give an
0: F. Well, he was,
3: and you know he's good. It's just to, it's you, so to cool.
0: give Naito like sort of a backstory. I don't know if sort of you kind of like the story necessarily Last year or so, around that, like he was kind of the Roman Reigns in a sense, yeah. in the sense yeah. that he was the guy that was being positioned for like the top, you know, position, but people weren't really buying into him. Even two years ago, when they voted, they had people vote for the main event
5: for the Wrestle Kingdom. They vote he was in title match. He won a G1 as an title match against Okada,
0: but they, he wasn't was the main event. Right.
5: They voted Nakamura and Tanahashi, the IC title match in the main event. So they didn't even like him two years. Like they really don't like him as a babyface. I didn't. Yeah. As a matter of fact, matter of yeah, time. but him him in this
0: role is perfect. Um, uh, I the opening, and I'm not even talking about the wrestling, just part where from when Goto starts coming out is amazing. Like there's such an intensity to it, like he's like there's such an intensity to Goto especially, but just like Naito like shoving down the cameraman and like <laughs> it was it was really beautifully done. Um, yeah, They're I mean, not nice people. No, they aren't. Um, and I I uh, it was a, it was to me a teaser for the next match on the card because there were some really like hard like Naito landed on his neck a lot. In <laughs> there uh, was some, there was like a
3: nasty table spot during this uh, match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they did like a neck breaker onto a table outside the ring and it didn't break because that's what tables in Japan do. They hey,
0: yeah. <laughs> It broke as well as well because here's the thing: people crap on the Japanese table. Like, like watching media <laughs> a lot, but he, Well, the thing is, they legit, they, they intentionally do not cut the tables,
4: right? Because,
0: guess what, guys, tables aren't supposed to break like they break in WWE. That's mm-hmm. not how tables work.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you get my standard up now. All right. Oh no, physics. <laughs> so it,
0: it's technically how they should break, but no, I, I like I said, I really enjoyed the, the yeah, the top rope. Uh, uh, Yoshi Tonic thing where Naito just had, landed neck first which was just nasty. Um yeah and Goto going over was a bit of a surprise, but I I, I still thought it worked. Yeah. By the way,
5: uh Slows Igol Ig igno Ingo I think that's right. In <laughs> Spanish for the unforgivables, I think, or ungovernable.
3: Oh that's yeah. it, yeah, ungovernable. Google, yeah. Google Translate gave me unruly, so I mean either way, I mean I guess you can get the uh <laughs> yeah. um,
0: they're on something.
3: Yeah, they're, they're yes. not nice people. They're not nice people. They can't be controlled. Mm-hmm. These people are—they do what they want. Right. Yes.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Incorrigibles, as I'm going to call
0: them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then we went to uh, the match. So you mentioned the uh, never open weight title match with Ishi and Shibata. Um, this. I think we kind of brought, I mean, it's kind of what we brought up in the big question about how, like, it's cool to see talents that we have never thought we'd see in WWE, like, kind of make it now. Um, I feel like Ishii and Survivor are the two of the guys that could conceivably never make it in the <laughs> WWE, like, from a, from a safety perspective.
3: You
4: I, have have a I, think
3: Ishii, I think Ishii's got a look that would work in America. Oh, absolutely. Uh, even if it's not necessarily in, in WWE. And
4: if you can convince
3: them not to you know bash people in the head with his own head <laughs> might
0: have a chance like he uppercutted shibata with his own head like they cracked
5: each other's skulls like banged each other's skulls like yeah, two, two rams in the wild just bang and there was no like work this wasn't like a work type of thing there was no space in between they literally ran their heads into each other like there was no tomorrow yeah like it wasn't like oh, we hit them in the shoulder, like, you know, people do with headbutts, like, I remember Daniel yeah. Bryan and Dolph Ziggler at WrestleMania, the top of the ladder, they were hitting each other in the shoulders, like, in the neck shoulder area, yeah. they would hit each other in the head, it was disturbing, it, it was like, w- holy, wait, wait, we're, we're, like, think twice about, I don't know, it was just weird, like, you, that sound was sickening, like, I just, I never seen it like that before in my life, I hope to never see it again, actually, because that's, yeah, all this stuff about concussions, and CTE, and then you got these two guys just banging their heads against each other. That's crazy. Is this
1: That's just nuts. This is the second year in a row that this division delivered like the most jaw dropping match for me. Not the flippy stuff. Not anything else. As much as I love everything else, um, and I'm watching the the set styles clash on loop in here in preparation for what we're about to talk about. Um, but like, is this like is the point of this division to be kind of the closer to MMA crossover bit? Or just just seeking the most, just seeking brutality in in, in, in some fashion. Well, it's te- I mean, I
0: mean, I'm sorry, going with the term, and I may be wrong here, but like going with the term, sort of open weight. Like it's a, it technically it's a belt for anyone. Okay, but in the sense of you know, it is a bit. It's kind of developed, especially with Ishii's reign as as more of the hard hitting, strong style kind of belt. Um, I think that especially with this like this is the match that i think most people think that japanese wrestling is
4: <laughs> like i don't like
0: there's some amazing matches on at wrestle kingdom but especially like the last two matches on the card there was a lot of great storytelling that was very that was very much done and, and there's still a storytelling aspect of japanese wrestling this is what most people think japanese wrestling is which is just two dudes hitting each other a lot dropping each other on their heads like <laughs> that kind of style um and I I kind it kind of makes me think back
3: to uh, Wrestle Kingdom 9 and watching the never title match between Makabe mm-hmm. and Ishii, and that's what I was thinking when I was watching that match um a year ago I was watching I'm like this is what my brain thinks is Japanese wrestling is but it didn't make me uncomfortable last year's match yeah this year's match kind of crossed the line and, and now I'm starting to wonder like were really, we we're, maybe Makabe and
5: you see, we're, we're banging each other's heads last year, and I just kind of like forgot about it. I don't remember that at all. That that um, was vividly sticking my mind forever. Somebody, well, two like like two animals in the wild just banging each other's heads. Like that's what
0: rams do in the wild.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: think it. Was, I think it was Shibata that said prior, like in an interview, like days before the the match or whatever, saying, "This I know." Basically, in layman's terms, saying, "I know." That I'm preparing to go into a match that will shave years off of my life.
1: Ooh.
0: Like that is literally what he said. Well,
1: uh, I mean, in comparison, I mean, I, I, I'm somebody that was brought up. My my my, my experience with Japanese wrestling was uh, strangle fucking mania. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Which, <laughs> which were Japanese tapes and usually the hardcore stuff uh, that ICP did commentary over and released uh, without asking anybody um, oh. and, and in the '90s. And uh, and I bought it again on DVD, by the way. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's that like you said, that's that's your exposure to it is stuff like that, you know, or even uh, I think Asuka kind of represents that a little bit with her hard hitting style, right, that we're seeing in yeah. NXT right now. Um, they're like, yeah, this is Japanese stuff, and I think even even Baylor and um uh whatever his name is now, uh, he's been injured. Itami? Hitami, thank you. Uh, yeah. uh, represent that a little bit as well. Uh, but, but this is like the epitome of that, certainly.
0: Absolutely. But yeah, and and then we go into the, uh... Oh, I got one more. I got a nugget here. I, I, I thought we
3: should mention this because we were talking Mm -hmm. about what the never title is, but I didn't know if you guys knew that never actually stands for something. Oh, yeah, it does stand for something. It is an acronym, thanks Wikipedia, for New Blood Evolution Valiantly Eternal and Radical. There's nothing in this name that says anything about bashing each other in the head. <laughs> I can't remember, so, yeah, yeah. It's good to I can't see. I not
0: remember, if it, if it gives you a, uh, a test, I can't remember who he was the first champion, but he was, a, the other, like, big prominent never open weight champion, I think, in recent memory, has been Masato Tanaka. Mm. And for those that know Masato Tanaka from his company, PW, like, it's, you can see, you know, the comparisons. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah.
5: That was, like, supposed to be, like, the like, developmental or something like that, right? From what I remember, like, NXT You know Just want to serve That purpose But they just never Went through with it Something like that Yeah definitely
0: um, Yeah and, but no I think the belt Is kind of it's, it's now I think That's the belt It's on par With the Intercontinental And the heavyweight title Right now In, in, in New Japan So yeah. But yeah uh, Speaking of the Intercontinental title match Nakamura versus AJ Styles uh, Ooh. First Ooh. time ever One on one Which is so shocking Like like I, I feel like you you think, you know, all like with all the G ones and all the stuff, you know, you would think oh Makamura and AJ had to have wrestled, you know, one on one at least once, but never, apparently. Um, which is so cool. Um yeah, this was great. Um this was also another very uh, gift worthy match because I think as much as the gifts of uh of the pre show uh twenty minute dance party, uh uh, were being shared around on Twitter. The other, the other most shared around thing was uh, AJ Styles uh, imaginarily shooting Nakamura, Nakamura catching the invisible <laughs> bullet. Oh, so great!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes,
5: that's good stuff, man. That stuff you can't teach. No, you can
0: no, you
3: can't. That's the kind of thing that you see Nakamura do, and you're like,
5: he can, he can make it work in America. You can't teach that. You can't script that either. That's just something mm-hmm. that's just innate. And you just do it.
4: Mm.
5: And it was awesome.
3: It was awesome. This whole match was awesome. The The Styles Clash in Japan is literally the equivalent of a gun. I mean, like, that move has hurt a couple people really bad.
5: Including now, It yeah.
3: puts the fear of God into everybody every time he hits it. Um, and then they put the twist on it with the um with with the one arm he, he came out of like a triangle
5: yeah and he stood or up arm hooked, bar or
3: something stood stood up, stood up his and, arm
5: and then just did it boom
3: hooked one arm it and, and did the styles clash and and i mean this is this is the point in the uh in the show where for me like like kevin kelly like was like at his peak because he's like freaking out he, he's like selling so hard that that's the end of the match
0: and then when he kicks out it's pretty awesome and talking about stiff shots at uh, uh the Volmier. Oh well, both of them. I mean,
5: were. Into uh, the, <laughs> the back of the neck looks devastating. I mean, I know I, I'm pretty sure he's doing it as safe as possible, but it just looks devastating. Like it's going to paralyze you. It's
0: it's it's one of my favorite moves right now in wrestling. Like the, like that's probably one of the best finishers that yeah. that that's out right
5: now. Oh yeah, like it looks like it just it just kills you, especially when he does it from behind. Like you're just getting shot in the back of the head. And the way AJ sold it when it's like his head is down on the map but his butt is in the air like he's just completely limp like that's good he, stuff right
0: there yeah he sold it like uh, Ibushi did last year and I was I didn't think anybody could take it like a <laughs> took it last year but yeah Styles ooh. Um, yeah that was really fantastic awesome and, and yeah and then we go on to the uh, the main event with uh, Tanahashi and Okada. Um, Another like I said, really fantastic match. A lot of great storytelling here. Um, a lot of great like like I think people think this kind of style of wrestling is like this style, but also like the kind of the Ring of Honor style is the best way I could put it. They think it's very much just like move, move, <clears throat> no real storytelling, but they did a lot of great storytelling in this match. Uh, the mo- just the moment of like going towards the end and and um, Okada doing that run, going for that one rainmaker, and then like them sort of collapsing and like um, like like having a str- that that struggle where like they both had each other like kind of gripped or whatever, um, yeah. It was it was amazing. Uh, really really fun match. I, I typically don't like the, the, the matches where they
5: just go finish kick out finish kick out near fall or near fall, but it fit this story because this is the eighth match in the series. These are the yeah. two top guys in the in the business over there. These are the guys. So you're at a different level here. And like I said, this is the eighth match. It's not like this is the first match. Well, you see that with a lot of guys in their first match together. They'll have Kigato, all their finishers and all this and that. Yeah. They fit this one because they probably hit one finisher before and one or hit two finishers before and one. And they, they built it to where now one finish ain't going to do it. Not with these two because they're the top, they're the two top guys in Japan. And this is the eighth time, you know. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's for all the marbles and it means a lot, especially for Okada because he never beat uh, Tanahashi in a Dome. So it fit this narrative. And it just, I mean, I thought it was over a couple of times. Like, I really thought it was over when I think Tanahashi hit at least one high fly flow and he kicked out. I was like, oh, God, this is crazy. Then I figured after Okada hit one Rainmaker, it was over. And no, he had hit two or three more. Mm-hmm. But, but even though that's, it seems gratuitous sometimes, in this specific instance, it fit because, you know, that's just how these two guys have been built up for all this time for, what, now four years since Okada went back to New Japan. Yeah, I mean, if it, it, it fit this specific narrative, I wouldn't, I wouldn't jive with it. A lot of other times, but in this specific one, I rock with it. I also think
0: like the ability to sort of like take out each other's finishes also plays with like how close the near falls were. Like, like they were they were extremely close near falls. Um, like usually, if you see like uh, I don't mean to use that as an example, but like John Cena for example. I mean. He, he's known that people kick out, of the, kick out of the AA more than anything now. <laughs> like, and it's normally just like one, two, kick out, like you would see with normal kick out. Um, but to just like – the just the millisecond before get the shoulder up is, is – yeah, it, it, that really allows it, – it saves those finishers. It still makes them feel important. It still makes them feel like that could be it at any point in time.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, and that the fans of Japan were going crazy. I mean, they don't go like crazy during matches like yeah. that. Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. More subdued, but they were into this match and they were making mm-hmm. noise, especially for those near falls. And then they bought in hookline sinker. So as much as you can complain about the different near falls, the crowd bought in. And if you can get that crowd to buy in, and to that extent, you're doing something right. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's amazing that that these two guys have have had
3: what like three out of the past four dome shows or something like that where these guys have had that title match, and then you know they're getting ready to ring the bell before the main event uh, Monday morning, and that crowd is going crazy. Right. Like the, they haven't even done a move yet, and the crowd is going crazy, and that anticipation was so intense. And, uh, I mean, it, it, the match is special to me because Tanahashi and Okada, that's the combination that got me into Japanese wrestling. Um, I, I got kind of pointed in that direction when somebody wanted me to vote on like year end awards, you know, three or four years back. And I had to go and watch, you know, Kata and Tanahashi, I had to watch like two of their matches, um, from like three or four years ago. Um, so I could fill out this, uh, fill out this ballot and it was like, Oh, what in the hell is this? You know, that was so, and then to see this thing just go on, you know, year after year and just keeps getting bigger and bigger to the point where they're like stealing each other's finishers. In that main event and it was awesome so like for me personally I loved it and I was really happy that they that even though it was a combination that's been done it's a match it seems like it feels like it's been done to death that they still got everyone going by the end of it I mean I, they didn't really <laughs> not like it looked that hard I mean like the fans were into it the whole way um, which is awesome I, I you know I, I can't say enough good things about about that match or those two guys they are on another level.
0: And then the right guy won, I think. This was yes. definitely a case of, you know, they they told a great story, and, and really, Okada, you know, is established as the guy right now. like And, yeah, I, I think it's... And then people could argue that he has been the guy for, you know, years now, but, you know, I think to American fans, he has, I don't know completely if he's been given that final, like, you are our... Top star, and I feel
1: like this is a case of them really doing that. Awesome! Uh, Once again, I think uh, this opens up. I love that we have the accessibility of this, and even that that you know some of us can uh, uh, filter through all the Japanese writing and get into Japan world and be able to actually watch this thing. You know, this wasn't on regular pay per view, was it at all? No, I don't believe so now. But we did have you did have options so so you know I think I think uh, it did a long way to expose a lot of people to it last year uh, with that even they were not with global force whatever the hell global force is these days I don't even know at this point uh, but but no, it's cool if you have a chance um, new Japan world uh, there are it, it, there are tutorials to sign up for it is that correct Eamon uh, and Matt yeah uh, your, uh,
3: your Google Chrome uh, translator can can help you can get you through most of the way. It's, it, it's it, no does
0: a, it does a pretty decent job. Does
5: Make it? sure you tell your bank that you want to approve the international purpose. That's what happened to me. Oh, oh yeah? I didn't, I didn't tell my bank before trying to do it and then take my car to call the bank and they had to call Visa and it's, I had to give them permission to do the international pur- purchase and it went through. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, oh, mine is. went
0: through pretty fine, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I got the service and all that, but yeah. Um, yeah, and I and I signed up like that night, and like everything, everything worked well. Yeah, like your Google Translate will do a pretty good job of you know getting you through
3: that whole stuff.
4: Good. And good. there's also
3: tutorials that can help you unsubscribe to New Japan World, which can be tricky, also if you're <laughs> not into that language thing. because
1: um, yeah, some services I, like this. I, I, don't a...
3: know if I would do New Japan World around year round. Yeah, but for Wrestle Kingdom and for the G One. Yeah, I can see myself yeah. doing it
1: every year.
4: I,
5: I, I, I love the G1. <clears throat> and, um, and I, I kind of feel like the way I guess a casual fan would feel toward WWE Network. Maybe cause To me, why wouldn't you have WWE Network year-round? But to be a casual fan, oh, I'll get it for the Rumble. I might get it for WrestleMania. I'll pick it back up again for SummerSlam or something like that. But I wouldn't get it for Battleground. Right? Mm-hmm. We might have it all year-round. Where New Japan, I like, uh, I don't know if I really want it for Dominion but I did it for the G1 and Wrestle Kingdom and you know, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe right. the, the super junior, the, 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 the junior tournament. So
3: I never think so connected now. I mean, Hey, welcome to the future. So if you know, there's going to be a big match coming up, but you know, invasion attack, then you, um, you're like, well, I guess it's time to drop my, uh, 999 yen on, uh, <laughs> I saw that number. Was like, Hey, Oh yeah, that's right. Yen, that's not, right. $2. Yeah. $2. Do I have that much yen?
1: Yeah. I know. <laughs> what, what does that work out to an American? I think we um, might, it was the year, like eight, 8.30. 8.30? Yeah, $8. Wow, that's a steal. That's an absolute steal. That, that's awesome. Uh, but if you guys have any thoughts out there Wrestling Kingdom, let us know at, at Mayhem Show on the Twitter or in the uh, Facebook group for Wrestling Mayhem Show. Real quick, guys, because holy crap, we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me know real quick what you learned from wrestling this week, and I'm sure there will be some international flavor in the chat room. Uh, let us know as well uh what, what about you Who, who's got one first
3: oh, i got one I got right. one. go for it matt this week this week i learned from wrestling the new day is not funny anymore oh no what, what? <laughs> they were trying to tell jokes on monday night and no one was laughing neither was i but it's okay oh. they'll, they'll, they'll be back they'll try again they need some new material hey, you know and but, I,
1: uh, every week has to has to be amazing uh so i especially the streak they've been on lately you know so. But,
0: yeah, well, Matt, Matt and I obviously don't know about like, your side of it, but like, I'm very disappointed in San Antonio <laughs> like, from last night. Oh, I, I hate this thing so much.
1: Um. How <laughs> about uh,
4: you, I you- oh,
5: Although I don't want you authority figures around anymore, I think that's a, a trope WWE has relied upon too heavily over the last – 17 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still do have an affinity for Vince McMahon on TV. Uh, say what you want about him as a creative czar, you may not have what he used to have on creative TV. As an on-screen character, Vince McMahon is still money. As an on-screen, just solely as an on-screen character. And that's the only thing. I mean, I, like I said, don't want heel authority figures around and you just criticize Vince all you want for his creative decisions. But as an on-screen character, he's still funny as hell to me. I don't know if it's just because he's an older man now and he, 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 he's a crazy old man. I don't know. But to me, he's still good as an on-screen character. Just, just purely as that. Mm-hmm. Man, I learned. Do people disagree with that? Is that like something crazy? No, I agree.
0: Uh, Send it <laughs> with mine. Uh, Cause it ties into that. Uh, <laughs> I learned, I learned from wrestling this week. If you do this with your hand and put your hand like this, <laughs> then you can't, nobody can tell that you're flipping them off. <laughs> Did anyone? Did you guys see that? I saw, <laughs> that, I saw that. Wow. Uh, Why wh- wh- was Vince's strategy? I'm gonna flip you guys off,
5: but but I'll protect it because wouldn't be a camera behind me too, like that. It <laughs> no would way, show my hand.
1: No way in the crowd. I, I kind of kind of related to that. No, I agree with you. But I I had a I had an epitome, epitome moment when they came back from break to him trying to flex his pecs and realize we're <laughs> like. We're like uh, watching a seventy-year-old man in a sleeveless uh, referee uniform trying to uh, flex his pecs, and I'm just thinking, you know, sometimes I just step back and try to be the casual fan that doesn't know what wrestling is, and uh, and just 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 thinking, would I really stick around at this point? Uh, so <laughs> then he
5: shrugs his shoulders like, oh, I don't know, they got a mind of their own.
1: I can't control them. Well, what's <laughs> up? I, I don't know. What, I can't control my body. This is this is new to me, you know. <laughs> Where did this come from? That Uh, was hysterical. But wow. Uh, (laughs) And uh, uh, Garza learned that just like 1984, if you can't build them, steal them. Uh, That's probably a good one. (laughs) Bob F. J-Town learned that he was uh, uninterested in Mister un- in McMahon's confusing performance until he reminded me of my love of the '92 Rumble, and I'm excited for wrestling again. <laughs> That's right. And Rick Flair is going to, or I'm sorry, Roman Reigns is going to be Ric Flair. Uh, yeah, yeah. With
5: a tear in his eye.
1: With a tear in his eye. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, I'm know. watching I, it at some point. I, I need to go watch it again bit. now too. Thanks. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna start watching random R- rumbles again. Going up to this one, but guys, if you're th- looking
3: for a random Royal Rumble to check out, let me think about the one. I think it's 07. Yeah, what's the one where or is it the one where Asina and Umaga have yeah. a last man standing a, match? Uh, yeah, that, a that is an awesome
5: show. And Taker and Shawn Michaels like the final two in the Rumble. Oh, oh man, it's a good one. It's really good. Oh,
1: uh, guys, thank you so much. Wrestling Mayhem Show 501. Can get used to that. It's uh, so year ten of uh, this show, uh, kicking off. Thank you so much, Vaughn Johnson from philly.com, the Squared Circle in the Sports section. Some great stuff over there. Thank you so much for joining us in uh, thank the you, first thank show. You for
5: having me back on, man, I appreciate it. Awesome,
1: awesome. You, you are, you are in the, you are in the cycle. We'll, we'll try to get you in here every once in a while. Here, it's great having you on, and uh, we'll, we, and we don't, and we don't take it personally that you're from Philly.
4: <laughs> so.
1: so. Um, and also with us our, main, our friend in the mainstream media Matt Carlin, check out his article with the DJ Zima Ion of uh, of uh, TNA and the International Wrestling Cartel actually, a Pittsburgh local here and uh, and, and of course the great articles over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com and the Around the Indies at indie us.
3: I think Aiden mentioned something along those lines, WrestlingMayhemShow.com the column from last week 2015 the year John Cena's attitude adjustment stopped working. (laughs) Nice retrospective. I think you all
4: enjoy it.
1: I always love, uh, because you're a very multimedia presentation when it comes to around the Indies, um you know any anytime you can find something twitter or instagram or, or you know that that can help kind of illustrate things that have happened i, I think is, is is amazing and kind of helps especially something like that that you know i don't know how these names you know but i get to see something um i think it's really good for people wanting to kind of dive in a little bit for what's going around uh, going on in the indies in the states um as well aim and aim name it two, please of the Inspire Pro Wrestling organization. Um, And also, I think you were a part of the TNA Asylum Years uh, experiment episode this past week, right?
0: Oh, oh, I was.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) That was
0: a a thing we did. You guys watched...
1: somewhat regret. But but I hear the fans want more. You guys watched the first episode of TNA ever, is that correct? We
0: did. Uh, I actually... I, I preemptively watched the second one. I think we'll hopefully be doing one on on the second one. So I don't know when, but hey, if people want to watch it, we'll keep going through it.
1: Awesome, go check it out. It's on the YouTube. It's on the um, uh, uh, Wrestling Man Show Super Feed on the iTunes and the Stitcher. And uh, and let us know what you think about it. And if there's anything else these guys want to... Uh, hey, hey, our guest of the last show, Rob uh, Rob, uh, Rob on the Run on the Twitters, he says if you get into some old shows, old classic shows, he's interested in joining <laughs> you. Uh, so uh, reach out to that, perhaps. Uh, i ain't even too pleased for him. I'm at, at Sorgatron on the Twitters. Uh, I talk wrestling every once in a while. But it's usually over at Mayhem Show on the Twitters over there. Uh, and of course, please join us on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group, wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Uh, and of course, uh, drop us a line at the usual parts, uh, the email address.
0: Good times. Good times. Good times at
1: wrestlingmayhemshow.com and the phone number four one two two zero six wms 0 and uh and let us know what you think of the show what you think of wrestling sometimes we read stuff on the show or listen to the voicemails as well and get your opinion in here or join us here live at live.wrestlingmamshow.com about 9 p.m eastern time just like that do flicky in the corner and see what people have to say out there uh thank you so much for everybody joining us uh garza five F town um and everybody else throughout the night alex cars um uh, mad mike getting mad at us spoiling the Twitters and as he's getting mad cuz i left the 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 hangout and it's just angry mike with his hands up all the time as i imagine him getting mad at our spoilers for for impact uh and uh i don't know we you guys doing a midweek war on impact after this this uh, week potentially i might be coming back I'll keep an eye out for that as well thank you so much see you guys next week mayhem oh jeez i almost forgot i jeez uh, shouts to first of all retro um jeez oh, the retro gaming uh uh pittsburgh pittsburghretrogaming.com i believe the the thing is um they're doing something here in town a, a charity event and as well as the wrestling mayhem show 10, ten year uh pe- party we're having uh next thursday January 14th at our friends looking for group in Brookline. If you're Pittsburgh local, please come down. Uh, it's going to be open night for gaming for you guys, and we're going to have some fun with that. I think we're going to try to have a WW2K16 tournament. I have prizes. I have prizes. They're sitting right over there. We have some stuff here in the studio. Um, and they're not all just the uh, super sad uh, World uh, WCCW Von Erich DVD that I've been trying to get rid of for years. Uh, I won't. I mean, maybe the the loser will get this uh but other than that i got some very very special fun stuff uh for that night and uh come down play some play some xbox with us and uh they had an oculus rift if you guys, want, guys, you guys want to check out some vr come on down um and look for that group uh look for that event over on the facebook thank you so much mayhem out wait, just wait.